0: What up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoke and Tire Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Off the Record. Listen, getting pulled over sucks. Getting sitting on the side of the road, the lights flashing in your eyes, the whole deal, that's all terrible. The ticket, even worse. What's worse than that? The insurance premiums. It goes crazy. One basic ticket can compound itself over a period of years, and if you have an expensive car or multiple cars, that is a, it's like a double whammy every time, because it costs you more to insure all your cars, because you got that ticket. Listen, do you know why that racket works so well for them? Because most people don't fight their tickets. Don't be those people. Be smart. Always fight your tickets. That's is where Off the Record comes in. Off the Record is a service that helps you get in touch with a qualified attorney to fight your ticket or misdemeanor on your behalf. You don't have to go to court or anything. They cover 90% of the population of the United States, and they have a 97% success rate. And if they don't get that ticket off your record, you don't pay them. Here's what you do. Go to offtherecord.com slash Or download the iOS or Android Off The Record app and use code TST10 within the app. That code or that link will get you 10% off all services at Off The Record until May of 2023. So download it now, stash that code now, and don't wait until you're on the side of the road to go, huh, Maybe now I should have a lawyer. Be prepared. Go to offtherecord.com slash TST or download the Off The Record app and use code TST10 and tell them we sent you. This is a service that I personally use and uh, it's something you sh- we should all have in our back pockets. And we're also brought to you by Dylan Optics Sunglasses. You know those really cool sunglasses you see me wearing in every video with the matte finish? Those are Dylan Optics. The NIR lens technology, technology means not only do they look cool, different from all other sunglasses out there, they work. Man, it's like... HD life. I work in the middle of the desert. I work on top of mountains, um, out in cars all day long, and these things really keep my eyes in good shape. Um, at the end of a long day, my eyes don't hurt when I'm wearing my Dylans. They're, they're awesome. And if you go to thesmokentire.com, And click on the Partners tab. There's the Dylan banner right there. Use that link. Off the record is right next to Dylan on that page as well. Use that link, and if you buy a pair of Dylan Optics sunglasses, I will send you a free Smoking Tires t-shirt as a sign of appreciation for supporting the people who support us. All right, on this episode of the podcast, my old friend Larry Casilla, and when I say old, I mean it. We went to middle school and high school together. We uh, started our first business together, and uh, and I got him into making videos, and now he's got his big products company Ammo, and he's got his his Ammo NYC channel. He's making these crazy videos. He's actually got more subscribers than me now, so I'm kind of jealous. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, he 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 has earned every bit of it. It's Larry Casilla of ammo on the Smoke tire podcast
1: it's like a door that opens for you right at so. you have arrived uh well
0: it seems we exist and that means uh smoking tire podcast two for three on uh, this week larry hello larry hello larry casilla with his fucking set up garage there in connecticut what's happening brother
2: I'm hanging out here I'm actually hiding in the garage right now Because I have uh, a baby sleeping So sorry, I can't be in the office And I figured why not come out and stare at the car so Sorry
0: If it was a few months ago And we were doing a thing that didn't involve Zoom And I could run it myself Then we could have done it earlier in the day But Zach has a job And so now we can only do shows after his job is over yeah. <laughs> Because
2: I need him
0: <laughs>
1: I can't do a show without him anymore
2: What are you doing? Are you, is he working for Drive? Is that what you
1: said? Man, for, I've had the same job for like five years, Larry. For Tangent uh-huh. Vector,
0: for Tangent Vector, for JF, so, right. yeah, which is all which is drive and proving grounds on NBC Sports, Word. and a bunch of other like random B-roll footage sh- gigs for manufacturers and shit.
2: Zach, I was just trying to plug you there. That was just a setup, all right. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to help you out here. That was a good pivot, nicely done. Right. That was good <laughs> pivot off the back foot.
0: <laughs>
2: um, is it freezing cold there still? Nah, this morning was about 49 and i went up to a whopping 53 today yikes yes i know i talked to everybody in california and they're like i can't believe it's that cold yeah it's pretty cold this late in the season yeah I mean, for, I, especially Easter for a detail it's like shitty yeah it's terrible
0: but, yeah that's why i left hopefully soon that's why i left and you should have too yeah well <laughs> not gonna happen well, not now now and you got that's your true. now that you got this big-ass building that's what happened to me hannah was like maybe we should go back to the east coast i was like i just
1: built a cathedral yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't leave it. Leave. That's, that's
1: not how church works usually yeah. just drop yeah. the tithing off i'll be back in a year
0: how's construction
2: it's going it's going uh slow i have uh thankfully i have a really good buddy ben who's helping me out uh basically helping me not lose my mind or uh, slowly losing my mind at the same time. It's it's a bit uh, crazy, but uh, he's helping out a lot. He's an architect and a designer. And so we're going through it at this stage and uh, kind of figuring out, uh, I guess, Matt, you'd appreciate this a little bit more. We're figuring out where, uh, I guess the loopholes isn't the right word, but <laughs> the accounting isn't, <laughs> isn't working out uh, the way that I was hoping it would. So uh, I, I know you, you talked about this, uh, you know, off the air or whatever. What being you insanely watch everything and fucking and sure. over budget? <laughs> well, I'm over budget, but it's but I'm not really. It's just the math wasn't working out, and so I have to go through and every single change order we're looking at and making sure it reconciles. It's like it's like a big math equation, um, and the work the work is going great. My GC is amazing, um, but uh, yeah, that's where we are right now. That that picture you're looking at right now is probably. Two and a half weeks ago. So everything is pretty much sheetrocked except the electrical part. I'm not sure if you um let me back when I went to your building and I walked around with you and I was like, wow, Matt knows a lot about building and I could feel your stress on each you know <laughs> phase of doing it. And now that I've been doing it, I'm like, mm. oh, I can really appreciate what you're going through because there's all these different yeah, you, know, you know, there's the plumbing and the electrical and yeah. the sheetrock and all that and framing or whatever. Yeah, I was fat
0: like, when I started my project.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like that's, that's the construction that's the, diet. The construction diet. I just, I literally yank off parts of my own body and throw them away from anxiety. You sell them. Yeah, it's it's
2: so much stress. I'm not sleeping. This picture is perfect that Zach just put up. Put that back up. With the fucking a hazmat See, He's super? cutting the floor. It's so a we guy, cut the floor. Yeah, Get all this stuff. Put the lifts in. We got the wrong information for the lips the oh. wrong size <laughs> oh no so i gotta cut the floor again oh honestly. my god really so uh. the wrong lines in or something well it just the the wrong information was given to us and like i can prove all that stuff but oh, okay. nice people and everything is fine but but My floor that, is done and now I got to right. cut it again. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, now and you go into, you know, with a with a, a, a contractor or an architect or a, a whatever, a subcontractor. It's like, well, was that an honest mistake or was that negligence or was, you know what I mean? It's like, where, yeah. do, you, where do you draw one, the line? This one was an honest
2: mistake. Yeah. The emails got crossed and we took yeah. a template and we put it down on the floor and we said, this is the template. This is the template. Yes, 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 yes. And so it works for one of the other lifts but not in the middle bay that you saw there, the big one, bay Uh one I call it, um, where it's it's three stories, meaning you can put a car up as far as you want. Um, I put a bigger lift in there because I can go three stories high. Um, So the idea was to have the lift go up almost to the second floor. So if Zach goes through some of those pictures, you can see there's a balcony. And so on the first floor, when you put the lift up, yeah, that wall is actually down now. So it's open and there's a balcony right where that window was, where my Uh finger is. there uh now there's a i think it's 18 inches or 20 inches that extends out and now you can look down at the car but when the car is on the lift and goes up it's almost at eye level it's pretty cool
0: that's pretty cool is there any practical need to have a car that go up that high or is it just neat
2: Mm, well to get underneath it the oil change and stuff but
0: oh but it's not it says it goes high enough where you could like just walk straight under it right Oh yeah, yeah. 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 But like, it's not like comically high, right? Like one of those three storey no, strip no. clubs in new Orleans. Where is no, 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 <laughs> no. The irony was pole. I was trying
2: to build something that, uh, had pulleys that went all the way down and I could still do it, but it didn't make any sense now once I explained the story, but the pulleys would go all the way down and sit on the ground. Then the car could drive onto it and the pulleys would lift it all the way up to the third floor. Uh-huh. But the problem is I'd have to leave a car up on the third floor because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able on the second floor to shoot down. Oh yeah, it's like there's nowhere to put it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so, it's blocking. If you pull it up, it's just blocking
0: everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. There's a catwalk in that picture that we took out because it just started getting too ridiculous. But mm, okay. that's that's the rendering of what it you know is supposed to look like now. But I have some, I, uh, the irony is I just um, posted today because I knew we were going to do this. So I think hopefully a lot of people are watching. I have a new uh, YouTube channel called Ammo NYC Studio, which is going to be really based on all the live feeds and things that we're doing in there. I have podcasts and live feeds uh, for for actually detailing a car. We're going to do that there. And so I wanted to have that as a separate channel. I know you and I have talked about that. Someone
0: off my, listen right. to me.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Someone so every time I post something super crazy nerdy on my big channel, uh, that's not a disaster detail or a barn find. Like, sh- yeah. I was, like, I was
0: like Larry, if you set up cameras in your studio and detail a car on a live stream and just occasionally acknowledge the live stream, you will end up with extra hundreds or thousands of dollars from donations and super chat. You don't even have to do anything there doesn't well, have to even be aside this Aside from like, that, quid I have a huge TV like going in. Twitch. I can sit, yeah.
2: I can look at it from across the room. Yeah. As I'm detailing and polishing, yeah. I can look and be like, oh, George asked, whatever, yeah. and just have a conversation. After a while, you get bored detailing a car. I might as well have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. <laughs> like,
3: what's,
1: what's the goal of the shop? Like what is the goal of this whole building?
2: Well, it, the the backstory quickly is I wanted to do something. Matt knows all this. I, I wanted to do something probably about six or seven years ago. And I just started saving, uh, you know, Zach, you know, I'm crazy. So I started to save in a particular amount every single year. And then probably two and a half to three years ago, I, I started seriously searching. Then about, uh, maybe a little bit more than a year ago, I found the place. I said, this is it. I want it. And I negotiated for, it, um, for a year. And the guy was an older gentleman. He was going to make it his like a uh, garage Mahal kind of thing, but he was older and uh, eventually I, uh, he actually said, you wore me down, which is what a lot of people say. So I, I wore him out.
1: <laughs> How's your new and, baby, uh, by the way? Just on an unrelated note, completely. Did you get, it in, did you get it in his estate sale? That's, <laughs> that's how you did. really. That's how you know
2: you really
0: wore him down. The guy's yeah, like, yeah. my brother Joe says that I shouldn't sell you this for less than 1.8. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. An older no, gentleman no, no, had no, a I, dream, and Larry took I that wore dream. wore down. <laughs> and then I went to the town because you weren't that my town doesn't allow car washes, believe it or not. Um so I had to petition and do all these changing. I was thinking of map the whole time because I know you had to do all stuff with your sidewalk or whatever you were doing.
0: Oh my god. Um, yeah, and my and my town doesn't allow car washing either. So I had to I have a, a I have a a bunch of fucking special shit I had to do too. Yeah.
2: Right. So we did that. That took like 6 months and then I had to do my phase 1 inspection and phase 2 inspection which I didn't even know about which is on a commercial building. Yeah. It took forever and was phase really, twos really of, fun. <laughs> yeah, Phase 2s are really fun. Yeah. Phase 3. Nuts. If you're on a
0: three, just don't buy the building. If you, that's what that's
2: that's where that's I was. That's what at. everyone I, if I didn't says, pass phase two. I was out.
0: When they go, oh shit! Really? Yeah, when they go, this doesn't look very good after the phase two, and because the guy who's. The scientists you hire to do the phase two, they can't come to a conclusion.
2: They're not allowed to say, oh, my God, Matt, this is the same thing. I'm, yeah. I was talking to my lawyer and saying, <laughs> I was like, what? what is what is the purpose of having this? They say they give you no information yeah. and they're I'm not allowed to make, to make a
0: judgment. They can only give you the information. So they go, well, we found extremely high concentrations of vinyl chloride. And you go, well, so do I not buy it? And they go, "Eh." <laughs> It's yeah, up to you, really. And you yes. go, well, what happens? And they go, well, all your kids are
1: going to have four penises. Um,
0: but I'm not saying don't buy it. You know, I just want to, I just want to lay the risks out. You know, yeah. I, I bet I feel like that law was put
1: upon them, and they, they're behind their eyeballs. They are screaming to tell you what you should do, but they can't legally tell you. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It was terrifying to, to to do that. Luckily, I didn't have anything. But the the irony is again with the building, the next door neighbor owned the building. It was an empty lot. He built it. He was a Hungarian guy, really um, interesting man who was a welder. So he built this as a welding building. So there's a fire pit where you could stick the steel in, the concrete. Cool. You mean like a forge? Inch- like there's a forge? Yes. Fuck get yes. out of here. Yes, in the wall. No way. And you, then, did you leave Matt, it? There's actually a, um, what they call a squelch pit in the ground. I had to fill it in with concrete, but a squelch pit. So he would take the fire, you know, the thing he yeah, stuck yeah, in the fire, yeah, yeah. and then stick it into the ground. Not that. Those are lights. Wait, but is the thing still in the wall? Or did you cover yeah, it up? Yeah, it's still in the wall. I put it next to my, it's near my sink where the my sink is going to be. Can in the you back. do so something? Right there on the cool left where it? the ladder is. Do you see the soot from the... See this ladder? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an open right brick there. wall
1: for people listening, and and then half the wall is just black. It's very... Yeah, black. Oh, that's I from what the
0: soot. What can you do with that? I bet you do something awesome Dude, you should with learn that.
1: to forge stuff. Oh, there we go. Now, yeah, it's in the back. I mean... It just yeah, looks it's like right a black it, square. It, that wood beam is like kind of in the way. I mean, but look, right where of got that me that blacksmithing
0: ladder. classes for my birthday, and I, if I can't recommend having a forge enough. Yeah, <laughs> <than> blacksmithing, <laughs> swinging a big hammer and smashing red hot metal is a great uh, stress. It's really, very really, cathartic really, it's and fucking rewarding. Fucking
2: great! If you have yeah. an opportunity, put a fucking forge in there, get an, <laughs> an anvil and have at it, dude. You're ready. Yeah, no, it is. It was. It was pretty cool. Um, with the whole building was steel and the guy made it himself so this guy put bolts in in the steel as you're supposed to when you build a steel building which isn't in in, in, you know crazy in a residential kind of area then he tack welded every single bit of steel whoa so every steel that you see those those beams going sideways those are ones i had to put in because i i took down a wall to make it more open but the rest of it is all steel and the guy i mean it's Every person who's walked into this building who had any, like, engineering type of background is like, uh, you could hit a tornado and a hurricane <laughs> at the same time. that's not going anywhere.
1: Wow. Nice. Cool.
2: Yeah, nice. So, and and the floor is airplane grade. I'm not even sure if that's a word, but that's what it's telling me, meaning it has to have enough pressure per square inch yeah. or foot what, or whatever. Do they t- pressure test it? What pressure did it come out at? I don't know. Some ridiculous where they're like, every person was like, why do you have that there? The reason I have that there. Is if you can see that guy in the background, that's actually Ben, by the way. Uh, um, I can't. On the right hand the, side. Oh
0: yeah, by the wall. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The architect and designer. He's awesome. Uh, that wall. That door goes all the way up where an eighteen wheeler can fit in. And oh. The eighteen wheeler would dump in these steel beams. Now, at the edge of that, um, that little the, the lift that goes all the way up that they're using for painting the walls or whatever they're doing, at the edge of that, there was four posts in the ground, and then he had a metal. Like collector thing where the beam would go right in between, and oh. then he could do whatever blacksmiths do there. So the point of the story is he had to hold like thousands of pounds of steel beams.
0: Oh, because he was be- he was building the building. <laughs> and right. he had to like- right. Oh, yeah,
2: that makes sense. So, the, so, so the when floor you had walk to into withstand. the building, it's so yeah. architecturally weird. It's interesting.
0: Yeah, but it's strong. That's good. That the, yeah. so that the 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 rule for my concrete for my deck was five thousand psi. Which it had to. They had to. They, they they take a cylinder of it and put it in a press until it cracks. Yeah,
2: I, I actually had. Did you keep that cylinder? That's a paperweight. My mind is like one. this long.
0: Yeah, I kept one. My yeah, contractor told me to not ever say on the record what the actual number was that we tested, but it was so far beyond five thousand that I thought they were joking.
2: what what was the purpose for not telling you i mean don't say what you can't say they just said
0: i'll tell you like later but they said that
2: like i just shouldn't they said i
0: shouldn't brag about it they should just say that we passed the requirement that whatever they're they're like don't tell people the actual number because i don't know why i don't i don't know why specifically i was told not to to do that but I, I, because I, after they told me, I was like, you're fucking joking. That's not the real number. And they were like, yeah, no, it is. I started just like telling everybody that. And they were like, stop. <laughs>
2: so, so really?
0: I, I don't want to get sued or anything,
2: but no, 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 no. No, so ultimately t- to answer Zach's yeah. question, the building is designed so that I can finally detail cars. Cause it's like the ultimate detailing place for me in terms of lights and whatever, where I can't. It's hard for me now to keep bending down. So I have the, that's not the right lift, but that's just a rendering. You get the idea. But,
0: I was going to ask um, you, like, what do you, you I, don't, I thought you took wheels off. A scissor jack's not going to work for that. Flight. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, that, that was the, the architect, the first architect, um, you know, just put something there as a yeah, placeholder. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it doesn't, it actually doesn't look like that at all anymore. But basically, I don't have to bend down anymore, which is a big deal. Uh, obviously, doing that 100 times a day, I can film. And that's why I started the, the second YouTube channel, Ammo NYC. Uh, studio, so I can do it. Basically, listen to exactly what you said. So, there you go. You're my uh, mentor for YouTube. Thank you, man. Uh, um, yeah, subscribe. To, is it just M O N Y C Studio? It's M O N Y C Studio. So that that's I don't know why what you're looking at there, but that's that the, that um, says
0: 1.3 million subscribers. I was gonna say, did you already get 1.3 million subscribers on your brand new channel, or is this your this is your original channel?
2: That's the original channel. I'm not sure why it says Ammo NYC Studio, to be honest with you, there. But, yeah, okay. Um, find the um, find the studio one. It's, I, I just posted it <laughs> like 10 minutes
1: I mean, ago. I want to do a good job, but it's no. like it's Zach, called the thing you want me to find. It's hilarious. Zach is uh, in the middle of doing
0: uh, the, the Smoke Entire podcast channel.
1: Find the one called Ammo NYC
0: Studio. Is that I'm oh, looking at it. That's it down there. Okay. okay, yeah. 18 subscribers. Yeah. We'll be oh, your look 19th that. subscriber. Oh. Okay. That's the right one.
2: Oh, oh, and I actually did a walkthrough video if you really want to check it out right there. I did that today for you because I knew we were going out. Not for you, but for the people who are all right or yeah or the walking? folks
0: can go check it out we can't play youtube on youtube it's weird like that you know what i mean even if like mm-hmm. even if you larry are like sure the software's like who's that guy yeah. who just said sure fuck him <laughs> we got a flag on the play copyright infringement
1: yeah. first down really? oh yeah yep. yeah it's, yes.
0: it's a big no no yeah if you put that video on your instagram we could play it but not through youtube it's just fucking stupid like that you know
2: uh, but yeah, that, that's why I built the building. So it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. My office is there, of course. Um I have a kitchen in there, I have a shower I put in there, I nice. have a gym in there, I have a podcast live feed. So the upstairs, that's a lounge, and where that dude is on the stilts, which is kinda cool. Um there's a see that hole in the wall behind him? Yeah. In the ceiling. Yeah. That's a spiral staircase that goes up. Oh, but I uh, always wanted have
0: a spiral staircase. That's I have two spiral
2: one. staircases, one in that one and one in my office that goes up into the podcast room. Oh, that's so, awesome. That's yeah, kick ass, Zach man. switches to the other other room, you know, the other pictures or whatever. There's a podcast room above my office. That's uh, that one right there. That's yeah. my office. But above that, that sheet. Rock, there you go. Oh, that the guy rock. up there. Oh, cool. Yeah, so this the spiral looks great, staircase is there's where there's a the lot stair. going on there's
1: in this. Building. There's a lot. This is amazing. how many square yeah, feet geez. is this
2: place? It's not that big. It's like uh, sure? thirty six hundred square feet. Oh, but it's three stories. So, yeah. yeah. So they're each about thirteen hundred. That's cool. What floor, town is so. this in? Oh, it's in the town you live in. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Nice. So it's like two miles
0: from my house. Oh, awesome. Two. That's fucking yeah. great. Yeah. That's yeah, good for you. Short commute. Thanks, yeah.
2: You got you got a nice driveway. How's the outside? Outside's good. The, the reason I like it um, is one. It looks like a weird ski chalet. I know it sounds like, really? at, like an like, a frame. Like, hmm. Not a frame, but it's all wood, like Hungarian wood. Cause the guy was Hungarian. Oh, it's, cool. And, Matt, you would love this the best. The front door has got to be, I'm not exaggerating, something like right now, it's about 200 pounds each door. And they're custom-made these crazy doors that you could drive a truck through and it wouldn't move. But in between, there's plexiglass. And so I'm, what I'm doing is I'm putting steel, having steel made in between. So now it's an all-steel door, and the doors will be, each of them will be about 300 pounds. So when you come in, it goes like... <sighs> Whoa! It's like crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Are they yeah, are they powered? I hope. Yeah. No kidding. No, but the, the amazing thing is they're on a, a really sturdy pin. I forget the word that the uh, engineer guy was using, but you open it. You can open it. You know, with your finger, kind of thing. It's the w- but you can feel so, the it's, weight it's, if you go it's back. A and low forth.
0: friction, uh, like a like nice like air bearing, air bearing
2: or yeah, pivot. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool. It's it's amazing. So we decided to keep that because it was an old. That's pretty badass. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's cool.
0: I really, I, there's a bunch of old buildings in LA that I really liked and like, I was like, oh man, it would be cool to find a way to repurpose this, but they just, there was just no way to do it. And building from scratch is so regulation driven because you just, I was just like, oh, what's. What's the goal? As many cars as possible, you know. And so it's also regulation-driven that they don't. There isn't. There's no cool, cool woods from Hungary. (laughs) No, I can't work with that. You know what I mean? I did put Mm -hmm. a thirty-foot-tall red F on the front of it. (laughs) True. very subtle, by the way. It's (laughs) kind of subtle subtle. if you don't know. I mean, it's. you, (laughs) You know what? I'll tell you something though. It's more subtle than a big sign that says West Side Collector Car Storage. If you were telling someone where it was, there's just an address number, and you go look for the big red F. It's it's that <laughs> ba- it doesn't scream like there's a bunch of cars in here. No, know? it's
2: true. Speaking of that, when is that going? When is that going on? You know, it's been years. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it has, hasn't it?
0: Uh, <laughs> Thanks
3: for bringing the, it up, Larry. Yeah, no, I know. Well, the, I
2: figured, you know, why
0: not? We're gonna shoot a an update video this weekend. I think the where we're at right now is really like the end like they poured the driveway today like the the sidewalk the front sidewalk they poured right we're gonna pour the 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 alley behind after that oh you had to do that for the town oh bro i have been i knew the front but not the back no i've been extorted four or five times to do public works for this project i've had to do a few different things fortunately the the inspector is is a fan and uh the inspector's been kind to me. He's he's actually a, is fan, a fan of your money
2: or a fan of the show? <laughs>
0: no, fan <laughs> of the show, <laughs> not of my money. <laughs> he heard he he uh he heard me on Joe Rogan and was very excited that he got to work on my building. So he was he's cool and he's not giving me too much crap. But um awesome. you know, we got our fire water permit. So it's uh, the permit to connect our sprinkler system to the cities. That permit took twenty two months to clear
2: <laughs> wow
0: we were about three weeks from having a finished building that we couldn't open with because of the of that COVID. no 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 because of the fi- because of no fire permit oh right, right, right. yeah yeah yeah. so
2: when is, when is the official open date I guess is what I'm asking
0: as, so, as soon as I can I don't I, there is I don't have one I, I I don't there isn't one
2: I know that but you sounds... can go in and people can go in and, do you have a CFO yet
0: no yeah. No, that's that's the, the I mean, obviously, it's the very last thing when I have a CFO, right. then the open date is whenever Gavin Newsom says businesses can open again. I think the grand opening party may may not happen, which is unfortunate. But like I can open and I got a list of like 50 people who are ready and waiting to move their cars in. Um, And so we, you know, fortunately, like guys are working, you know, it's slow, but going. They're really, it's doing the, they're, it's the final shit. It's the electrical stuff not, and not wiring. I'm talking about installing cameras, installing Wi-Fi hubs, switches, shit like that. The TVs, internet oh. stuff, um, lights, uh, and then they're doing, uh, all the motorized gates because I've got one, two th- I have seven motorized gates, four of which are remote, which is intense, <laughs> um and uh so yeah and then and then we're good that's it it's done i mean it's the the the
2: racks are done all the hard stuff's done yeah yeah awesome but yeah it's a big an- a big shout out to uh to Bendpack they just emailed me and say we're watching your live feed right now uh, so they've been super helpful because I have to recut the floor and do all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure the guys who
0: uh, <laughs> who make my lifts are going to be happy to hear your Ben Pack shout.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you know.
0: You can shout them out all you want. Let me just say that Ben Pack does not make a California legal quad. They do not. I have hmm. the only ones. If they'd like to see some, come to Westside Collector Car Storage, where I have the first indoor quad stacking system in Southern California.
2: Yeah, I am excited to see it. At some point I have to come out there and, and train your guys. I know and then shoot a video but I know I, you know that's a I coronavirus issue. Yeah, that's a coronavirus
0: issue. We're 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 ready to do that. basically. Right. my guys are like itching. I that's one of the biggest mistakes I made. In fact, probably right. possibly the biggest mistake I made was a, getting my hiring done what turned out to be you know six months early and then having to put guys on ice which i feel incredibly uh, guilty about and and um and it didn't hiring didn't take that long <laughs> and i should have you know i should have waited until they were like rolling the desk chairs you know these are lessons that you learn you <laughs> know what i mean it's like we started small businesses like a couple of times now each of us but like I never started a business that started with building the goddamn building that you're in. So,
2: I don't know anything about timing. I'm a fucking retard, you know. No, you want to talk about timing? I I got an EPA registration number. I was working on disinfectants. I was about to come out with one, and all the raw materials got sucked up right before. Oh, all the alcohol! All the alcohol and stuff. Yeah, all well. There's different chemicals and things that they call quants, but that all got allocated elsewhere and i just went like oh my gosh i was three weeks away from having something amazing and then understandably so it's been allocated elsewhere to the place wait so wait back it up what's it like to
0: own a small chemical company as you do uh we can call we can call it that right small
2: chemical company Sure. Yeah,
0: you own a small chemical company. You Certainly have to insured like it. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to buy raw materials okay. to make your products. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to work with uh, you know, you don't own a factory, so you have to work with whoever the factory is. Not anymore. I remember it.
2: that you were there at that one. I point, was
0: there. More. Yeah, that was not a good idea. And yeah. um, and so now, but but now now we're in the middle of a pandemic. And all of a sudden, like there's there's government intervention and there's massive orders for supplies. And what do you do? What happens? What is it? What does that scenario right look like now, right
2: now? From a small business perspective, um, everything has been, you know, cleaning is a big deal, and cleaning correctly is also, uh, I would say, vital. You know, I wouldn't go so far as to say life saving, but kind of at this point. So, uh, of all the small businesses i can't complain everything is great Uh, i'm on youtube and people are watching a lot more youtube because they're home and they're worried about cleaning and people are home and and clean their cars yeah but you said the funniest
0: fucking most appropriate thing to me the other day when we were talking about your video that was like how to
2: disinfect your car oh yeah that's the thing that makes me nuts it's uh, it almost kind of breaks my heart at the same time i get it that the 300 car barn find was really no you pointed
0: out the the thing about television say what you said to me about that video because i was like oh i saw your video everywhere larry and you which said one?
2: The, the COVID, I'm saying yeah, that, that, yeah, that yeah. people don't want to like learn anymore. Is yes, right? that. <laughs> yes, that. Yes, that. Yes. Yes. So, like, my COVID video, which I spent like a long time, because you remember, I have to pull, you know, I got it. Zach probably laughs right now. I have to pull all my notes and everything from the EPA and CDC. You can't kind of mess around with that and give false information. So, I spent a long time. I had my wife vet it. The whole thing, I just wanted to make sure it was accurate. And I, and I spent a long time on it and posted it, and I got hundred thousand views, which is wonderful and great, but it's like the 300 car one did whatever it was, 2 million in a couple of a day or two or whatever it was. And I'm like, I'm doing, I'm posted a video about how to like protect ourselves and nobody's watching it. So nobody's really, No, they
0: want the big reveal, right? The people,
2: right. the people want the big
0: reveal. They don't. Cause what you said, it wasn't just that it took you a long time to make, and it didn't comparatively do that. Well, compared to your say less, more mindless videos, it, it's that it was so shared. It was the most shared and yet the least watched. That was what I found so interesting about it is that so many outlets picked it up and shared it and that resulted in such a small amount
2: of traffic. It's usually not how that works. Right, and I I had the least amount of subscribers. That's what I said to you. I said I had the most shares, the least amount of subscribers, and the fewest amount of views on what I think, socially speaking, the most impactful video, at least I've ever shot, Right. that I thought, I like I I stopped production on all the other things I was doing. I was like, hey, I think we should do the right thing or whatever and shoot, because I know a lot of people were asking me, hey, what, how do I handle this? And the sort of mentality is, hey, let's just dump bleach into our cars or do whatever, and then the car is clean. And I was like, hey, that's not gonna work, aside from the bleach aspect, but that's that's not how the CDC and the EPA was telling us to do it. And I thought, okay, this would be a good, PSA type uh, video and like you said, nobody watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they want right. to
0: watch uh, mind, more mindless stuff.
2: You, you know what they want to watch escapism. now? It's very fascinating. They want to watch a dirty car. Let's call it a truck or whatever. Like in the mud. Yeah. Like if you just took mud and went like that on the car and then I took a power washer like this. Yeah. They want to watch that. Just the, get, Literally the getting Zen that. video. what? This is a Zen experience. Yeah, like um, what's it called? The what the sounds? ASMR. Right. ASMR or whatever yeah. that kind It's of like thing. Com- that, that's the
1: one. What do they call it? It's Like completion porn or something? It's just like, they, <laughs> like they, people like watching videos of like a lawn getting mowed, and you'll yeah, see on Reddit yeah. everyone's just like, "God, it's so satisfying to see that you, get, you know, see something yeah. get done." <laughs> Zach,
2: Zach's a hundred percent right. That's no, on, exactly on what it, Reddit. The power I washer. Watch, just this.
0: Uh, I watch. Pow- I have subscribed to power washing porn on Reddit, and <laughs> I also weird. enjoy using a power washer. I, I, it's fun I, to use. I like power washing my deck. I think it's fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Vinny brought home that power washer. I was like, sweet. Yeah. You feel like a dragon. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking great.
3: Yeah.
2: That's exactly. Uh, Nobody wants to watch anything about how to save themselves. They'd rather power wash. So, I mean, I I get it. And that's the reason that we had that conversation the other day, Matt. And you said, start another channel and just do live feeds. If that's what people, you know what I mean? There's that faction of people that just want to do live or, or, you know, disaster details and stuff. So, I'm getting it. The when when we first started, when that whole story where you got me onto the drive channel, and the whole thing, that how to was big then. Yeah, you go mm-hmm. to YouTube like how to do this, how to do that, and now it's. Yeah, uh, I, I still have more, a really
0: well, video, a really high-traffic "How to Wash Your Car" video that I almost want to delete off the internet because it's fucking embarrassing.
2: <laughs> oh, y- yours for for like AutoZone or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think it was an AutoZone sponsored video. Yeah, video. Black Magic
2: Shine
1: yeah. was it that one?
2: No, it was AutoZone. I think it was Auto's. I think we used Black Magic
0: products, but it was AutoZone sponsored video. I
2: think it was. Our- I remember. I remember that video. That was one of the ones it that drove motivated Larry me, to me to start my own channel. It drove Larry Thank
0: insane. You. He's like, he's like, I'm the detailer. He's like, you weren't even when we had the shop. He's like, you didn't even. Like washing cars, he's like, I was out there fucking washing cars, and you were bullshitting with the fucking Guidos, and now here you are with a how-to video. It drove
2: him insane. (laughs) Yeah, it made me nuts. Someone in the audience. All I remember was you kneeling at the back of the exhaust, yeah, and you were just like barely cleaning it, and I'm like freaking out watching this. Like, what is he doing right now? It's like I got to start my own channel,
0: bro. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not good at washing cars. Although you'd you'd be proud of me, though. I I wash all my own cars now using your products at my house, and the other day uh Hannah and I on a Saturday we washed 7 cars Seriously Why 7 cars Because uh they some of the cars at the shop uh were dusty of uh, all of our we washed basically all of our cars nice. Yeah and and, and it right. was very it was fucking great I was like and I even commented to Hannah I was like, you know, there was a time that this was my life, and to go back to it really wouldn't
2: be that bad. It was okay. Yeah. We kind yeah, of... You know, had, we had a good time. It, it was, was a different right. world. <laughs> yeah. Remember his remember was $25 washes or something like that? Yeah. Can you imagine that in today's time? You can't twenty $25 wash? Yeah, you're not I mean, getting What nothing. we were doing for $25? <laughs> yeah,
0: no. What we were doing would be probably a 65 or $70, $70 wash today. So you're just, oh you just know, over effort, right? Over, yeah. There was a lot of effort that went into our basic wash.
2: Right. And, uh, right. Yeah. There I, was. I did the stripes in the carpets. Larry had some we put real the attention carpet...
0: to detail. The stencil, he had the stencil in the carpet. I put the, was uh, what was it,
2: the uh, New York Motor Club stencil across the, the back uh, in the carpets. And then, remember, we took the carpet out like an actual carpet, like on your floor? And then we put it in front of the car so they could wipe their feet feet oh, off yeah, before they got in the car. Remember that? Mass. that's, Dude, that's smart. Put,
1: yeah, yeah. That's like the customer experience. They get in, they see the look. Yeah. Like it's a little extra care. That stuff lingers. It so.
0: covered up for the fact that our building was like super
3: shanty. Right.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. It was bad. Musto every was month here yesterday. So, Zach, <laughs> every month or so, we had to pull up. Remember the the floor it had those um, interlocking yeah. uh, the, floor the decking plastic or whatever. grates, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had to pull that up and then power wash it because all the cars that we did, all their junk fell in in, in between the slots and we couldn't get them out and the whole place would stink.
0: Oh,
3: it
2: was people it come was in really here and like what's going on here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, we sell clams
0: on the weekend. It was pretty <laughs> it was pretty gnarly, man. It was definitely yeah. OG.
2: was good times, though, man. It was No, young. it was
0: all right. It was actually okay and I and I was thinking as I was washing a car yeah, I was like, you know, if I had to do 10 of these a day, that would be okay. That wouldn't be the worst was there At yeah. what point? Which number, It's warm outside. What number did you start to go, All right, I'm getting a little tired, kind of over it? No, I didn't. Well, first off, remember that fat picture of me? That was fat me doing that, so I didn't have the energy I have Good now. Good point. And I didn't, I, you know, I just probably five or six, I'd be like, I'm fucking over this.
2: Larry, no, it was, I he think it was 35, uh, 35 minutes per car is Something what I, like I was that. remembering the exact time. Yeah, uh, that we would allocate to do that, and then so we I'd have people inside uh detailing, and then I would either wash or we would switch on and off. Sometimes you would have to switch people because their brain would just like mine. I was like, I can't do any more washes. I want to go detail a car. Kind totally. Of thing. But think about it: twenty-five dollars, thirty dollars times ten cars, yeah. you made three hundred dollars.
0: It was not. It was not a good use of our time. Was,
1: <laughs> in it was, hindsight,
2: it
0: was, it was tough. No, you were, yourself. I mean, it was a place to start, but that's about all it was.
1: Well, it was like, but you guys basically went to business school and, you know, Larry like kind of learned what you wanted to do with life probably. So you guys got, you guys got those lessons out of it. I, I learned what I right. wanted to do with life by leaving. Right. right. By not watching.
0: <laughs> you went, all right, I don't want to do and that. And then Larry three years later was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually had the right idea here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I went right into chemical manufacturing from there. I said, I'm going directly this direction. Yeah. this way. So you went to California, I went into the manufacturing. You know. Um,
0: it was worth it. It was fun. Yeah, it ended up in the right place, I think. And now you got mm-hmm. a cool
2: spot to fucking detail and
0: comfort. You know you don't have to bend down no it's more. It's really
2: a dream. I'm excited.
0: That's badass. I can't yeah. wait to see it when I can uh when I come back east. Yeah, I will come it, for it. I-
2: Whenever anyone's allowed to travel, yeah,
0: absolutely. I know. And I, and I, you know, now that I got a new nephew, I, I need some Connecticut time soon. So, uh, true. Your yeah. sister, yeah.
2: How's yeah, I got day? a
0: nephew. Oh, they're fine. They're fine. My parents, the second coronavirus hit, my parents fucked off right to South Carolina. They bombed it at 11 hours straight drive. Didn't even like really? get, yeah, they didn't even get out of the car except for like rubber gloves to fill with gas and that they've been, down, they've been down there ever since they haven't left their fucking house like down there i could
2: i could totally see your mom doing that like, we're not leaving <laughs> nothing's happening like i can picture that whole thing your dad's like yep okay no Yeah, problem. whatever um, where's the golf course whatever. okay
0: we're good yeah larry larry knows viv and raj pretty <laughs> real well how's that R Her- A treating you dude
2: oh my gosh you know i have to say it's Yesterday, uh, I just needed, like, a smile because I, I actually had... I woke up the other day. I don't know if you can see it. My face is swollen, this, this side over here. No, uh, I, have I, to, I have to have a root canal. Oh, so I have to have emergency dental work. What uh, does that feel I don't like? I don't, I've don't. i never had one of them. It's Well, it's it's not that... You know, you're numb, so it doesn't really matter. It's no, no, usually, but, like, what was
0: the pain that was like, oh, shit, I need to get this fixed immediately?
2: Well, it, w- it happened for two or three days, meaning I had some hot water or hot whatever, oatmeal <clears throat> or whatever I was eating in the morning, and it just... It kind of waves and it goes up into your ear. It's a oh shit! So I thought I it was the uppers, and <laughs> yeah. then it turned out
0: what? Said I would know that if that happened. Okay, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So I had to put an ice pack on, and then it kind of buckles your knees, and you don't really know what's going on because you're. I mean, it's. I don't know yeah, how that- to explain it this to my wife. Nerve pain is it's fucked
0: like- up. It radiates. It radiates like other
2: parts of your body and shit. Right. Well, no, I always thought, like, why, why is there, like, a dental emergency? Like, I could take a punch or a cut or something. It's it's localized. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can be like, ah, oh, my finger is broken. This is, you can't do anything. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I, or I was dreaming, I think, where I wanted to come out to the garage over here to my workbench and take a plier and just rip it. Up. That's how, like, well, mental I started going in the yeah. middle of the night. That's how much pain <laughs> it was. Um, so when I got up, I called all these people, and there was one dentist down the road. Why am I telling you this? I don't know. I'm telling you this because I had to get into the R8 afterwards uh-huh. and just go for a drive. And it was the most satisfying drive ever. So a long way of saying, I think this car looks gorgeous. I think the 2009s are amazing and it drives beautifully. It's like a it's a standard car where you're not like when I get into the Porsche or whatever, you know. Yeah, uh, it's not like an assault cars, on
0: your senses all the time.
2: Right. Right, it's just a it's a beautiful car. I just I couldn't be ha- more happy with that thing. And it's a ridiculous value. They're what are they? I don't know, Zach probably knows better than me. They're like, like 65,000 65, or something. I keep That's seeing amazing. I
0: keep seeing like 6-speed V8 cars going around and I'm like, "Ooh,
1: maybe I should just get one of those." Right. I, I mean, you look at any BMW
2: out, out there, they start at 60,000. No, I know.
1: I you know. Could,
2: so like um, I think those cars think will be
1: remembered far more fondly. Like people go fuck yeah. we me- we messed up. Like yeah. that will be up right. there with the F5 the 550 Merinell's and other stuff of just like really nice, good to drive, fairly yeah. reliable, good sound. Like it's just Audi's too new to that scene probably.
2: Yeah. They're fucking cool. Right, but you can cars. go anywhere with this meaning like I can go to any show and sort of be in the crowd. Yeah. It's, it's such a like if you think about it, when I bought the the 964 you know, people think it's super expensive. I bought that for nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> and that was every penny I had. Yeah. And this one here was just under seventy thousand. Uh, you know, finance blah blah. blah. Yeah, that was three yeah, years yeah. ago or whatever. So you're not you're not talking two hundred and eighty thousand dollar uh, you know, Lamborghini or something. You know what I'm saying? It's, no, it's, I it's, think that's an, what makes it so An R8 intriguing.
0: is definitely like a ninety or hundred thousand dollar driving experience, even with the V8. I think it really is. I think the right. the the way it looks, the view out of the hood, the co- the, the style of the cockpit, the sound. I think that's a hundred thousand dollar driving experience for sure.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I couldn't be more happy with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. And you got that yeah. McCon going.
2: I like that daily. It's good. Yeah, I got this good, um, good daily. Naturally, I got this right before COVID hit. This was. I had to trade in the Ford, which by the way, you're the one that told me to get the Ford Edge Sport, which I loved. It was just a great, reasonable car. I had it for five years, two versions. Um, And then when the second lease came up, this was sitting there, you know, this was, I had a chance to basically, there you go. I bought it in um, Detroit. This is before, this is right before you could, uh, you you know, there was no more flying or whatever. Yeah. So I flew into Detroit on, on Friday. I bought the car and I drove it directly back from Detroit in nine and a half hours. And that's, that's in, I don't even know where I was right there at some gas station, obviously, but um, the car, the GTS is awesome. And I wanted to have some sort of experience where I didn't want to spend any more money than my other car. So that's because it's a year older and the Ford was brand new. They, they actually washed they're like $50 difference. Oh, nice. Um, and now I can throw my son in the back and now, you know, he's in daddy's Porsche. I kind of think, because remember when I leave and, you know, in the old 964 or the R8, he's of, of an age now where he's like, Daddy, Daddy, I want to go. And I'm like, you know, you're still too little to, oh, you to can't, go into these cars. Oh, you
1: can't put him in that car. Oh, you can't yeah. put him in the front seat, in the car seat, I think. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. No. So, you
2: know, it's a that sounds like a weird excuse, but it was it's not really. It's, uh, no, I've heard that shit before. Thing, it's, definitely it's nice a re- to it's bring the family in a car that you feel special in. Yeah, no, I feel
0: you. Hannah and I found ourselves with six two seater cars (laughs) last year, (laughs) and we had to solve
2: that problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How are you going to bring Vinny anywhere? You know what I mean? Fuck, you know, Vinny fucking left us, man. I know. He texted me and told me. Yeah, he's in
0: Texas, and uh, and they fucking he went to Detroit to pick up a car and drove it back to Texas, which I told him not to do. But there's no there's no talking
2: Vinny out of anything. Why did he do it? Like for himself or for work? No, for work, because, he,
0: well, he said that he was the only person who could be trusted to do that kind of a, of a gig. All uh right, so
2: it's a Hennessy car?
0: Yeah, and it was a brand new Corvette, you know, and it's a thousand mile drive, and and I don't know who's working at Hennessy right now, but I imagine it's a skeleton crew, and Vinny is uh, responsible enough to do such a job, so I understand that, but Vinny also mm. is immunocompromised, and so it's a risky thing for him, so I just... But there's no talking Vinny out of something like
2: that. Oh, I am very aware of Vinny. Yes.
0: Yes. So, <laughs> so uh, I think he, I think he enjoyed himself. He, he, he texted. I really like this car, and I'd like to buy one. And it drives great. And I said, "Is it, is it a Z51 Mag Ride?" And he's like, yep. And I was like, "It's perfect. It probably rides perfect for your road trip." I go, "How's the build quality?" And he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and i go how bad is it and he goes really really bad he said Fuck. the he said it's the the, the vin number is four nine five so technically it's pre-production he said the panel gaps are fucking atrocious
1: well they vary so much you, <laughs> yeah. you did a video and like you did a really good job of showing like look at the trunk lineup on this side yeah. versus the other side Larry, you see that? why is I that mean, though
0: because they don't have precision in their assembly they just don't Like, have you ever been to Bowling Green? No. Go to Bowling Green. You'll understand in two seconds why the cars don't fit together right. If you go to Bowling Green and then you go to the factory that your Macan was built in, which I have been to in Leipzig, the one that your Macan built in looks like McLaren compared to... In Leipzig, they're all in the Porsche Endurance Racing overalls. Everything's white. Everything's white. Like Including all the people No I'm just kidding But everything <laughs> Everything that's is white terrible. Everything is like Science, 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 yeah, science, yeah. science, 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 science science. And they're pulling cars off the line Left and right And checking everything And if you go to Bowling Green And you replace all the brand new Corvettes With 1985 Luminas It would look exactly appropriate yeah. It's an old looking place That's run in an old school way Is what it is Right. And it's, you know, the car is built to a price. And it's, they haven't, you know, they tend to get better. By the end of the run, the C7s were pretty, were screwed together pretty tight. But the early ones were fucking a mess. I
1: wonder if there's a number, like number of minutes a McCon spends on the uh, production line versus Vet. That'd be interesting. They
0: told us about this in the factory tour. It's not number of minutes, it's the number of cars that get pulled off for quality checks and the frequency of those checks and the subsequent back-and-forth phone calls with the parts suppliers where they're talking to the guy who makes their pedal box assembly six times a day if their part is just out of spec a little bit. And they they even said that that's why the Macan costs so much more than like a Q5. Right, It's not necessarily because the parts are more expensive, although in some cases it is if you get ceramic brakes or whatever, but but it's because of the QC, and they do like four times as much QC at Porsche as
1: they do at even Audi, and it's probably ten times as much as they do at GM. So, th- so it could be a thing wow. where like... If the hood hinge that GM gets was made by a supplier, and that's out of spec by 0.2 millimeters. Correct. And they and they, they put, if they put the clamshell on it, but they, and that fits correctly, but that hinge is off, now all the trunks line up wrong. Right. And so they have to make the phone call all only, the time. But let's right. say
0: they only pull one car a day off the line to check. Well, right. now they've built 300 cars before they've realized that this is out of spec. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how many more are they going to build before they can get the correct inspect one? And so the the implication with the with the guy at Porsche was by pulling so many cars off the line and doing constant checks and being in constant contact with the suppliers many times a day, we can keep the precision of our
2: parts very high. I also Which- think that they they probably don't have as many parts that are just uniform to the entire line of. Like a Chevy gets like one I don't know, making this up transmission it probably fits in ten of their cars versus let's say Porsche it's Corvette like one is specific
0: Corvette's different um Corvette has a lot more unique parts than you'd think um right. but, and also the and Makan is less unique. the Makan Cayenne, and Panamera all variants are built on the same assembly line, oh maybe which that's... is actually very interesting to see to see you know. Cayenne, Macon, Panamera, Panamera, Macan, Panamera, Cayenne. It's it was cool. It's really, really interesting to see how like and here's where the hybrid powertrains come in, and here's where the twin turbo V8s come in. It's fucking pretty wild stuff. It was neat. Wow. I do recommend. Is that a video? I didn't make a video, but you can go to Leipzig. <laughs> There's a Porsche Experience Center there, the original the Porsche the first one is in Leipzig right next to the factory where the Macan uh, Cayenne and Panamera are being built there, there is, is there's a good picture of it there's a picture of the factory look at that so bright wow. and airy i
2: love it's, the overalls man
0: it's really really fun to see one paint to sample one come through. You know what I mean? It's like gray, blue, whatever, black, gray-gin, black, gray-gin, black, and yeah. then like psycho yellow. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like someone ordered a Macan in like lipstick pink. Yeah, like, I mean yes. look at this. This is you know kind of a crazy <laughs> metallic that's, sublime that's Mamba green. green.
1: Mamba
2: green. Yeah, I had the Panamera in Mamba
0: green. Yeah, that's a great color. Yeah.
2: Um, but I'm glad you like your McCon, Larry. It's a really well-made. Uh, well yeah. Made here's thing. the issue, though, that I was wanted to ask you about. It's the most uncomfortable seat I've ever been in in my life. Really? I haven't been wow. able to figure that. It's it's something about the shoulders because I'm super skinny, as everybody knows, or whatever. But like my shoulders are a little bit wider, I guess, than and my torso is taller. Uh-huh. So the back little parts that oh. they, they they so I'm hunched a little bit, and then my back kills me. So I have to roll up some towels or whatever to try yeah. to kick my well, chest don't out do that. You get, a, get
0: a tempur lumbar pillow if you're going to do that like but, immediately um i have to say i cannot relate i have not had that issue i have a long torso also um but i don't do the gts have special little shoulder wings up well, here that the s doesn't yeah, they, have
2: yeah you can almost yeah, i can't see them right now but the yeah they have a little bit of a they the they push the, the shoulders yeah. push you in but i only have the 8 way and so <clears throat> when you look on the forums people are saying hey you should do 14 or 18 i sat in the 14 i sat in the 18 the 18 was much better to some degree because of the the leg yeah. the leg thing kicks out like that uh-huh you know, the you know thigh I mean? support have to, yeah the thigh support the thigh support so that's supposed to make it a little bit better but I didn't really see a difference between any of them, and because I got such a ridiculously rocking deal, and you know this was super cheap, yeah, it had the it had the eight ways in it. And I was like, all right, well, whatever, that's fine. If they're, to me, I tested all of them; and they seemed pretty similar. But Bro, it's very see if someone on see,
0: see if someone on like Pelican Parts forums wants to trade your
2: seats for their like S seats. I'm trying to figure out a way there. Uh, you can find um, eighteen way on uh, eBay. Really. But I talked to my mechanic, the guy who built the 964, and he said it's a totally different um, wire harness.
0: Yeah, I don't know so, about that one. I'm sorry, that's that. that's annoying. Uncomfortable cars and uncomfortable daily driver is a problem. Zach just pulled up the, the pillow I got us that I'm using on the Safari, and it's game over. Uh, this thing, it's just a temper pedic uh, from Relax the Back. It's like sixty bucks. It's just a portable uh lumbar cushion and it's awesome.
1: It's memory you, foam. I sent you the link, Larry. Okay.
2: Yeah. And does that does that touch the bottom or does it wrap around the back of the seat? It, it has a like strap it,
1: that can go around or you can just like I used to just drop it into my seat and then Yeah.
2: It. Mine I when I put it
0: behind my back I, I physically pick it up a couple inches off the bottom and then it stays once it's
2: there. But yeah. And so is it giving you this where you're pushing your kind of chest out? Meaning is it, it's doing the lumbar? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cause I think if I put that there, the, the back cups on my shoulder, I'll oh, be man. closer. You, you know probably will. Like, like, it seems
1: like your height and shoulder width is just not right for those seats because you, it, that that's just it. So I think even if you can, maybe you could like, take foam out of those seats, but probably better just buy like, like Matt said, get a different seat from a con that fits. Yeah, I got to figure know, that out. That's a, that's a that's a problem. I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: I've I've been I've changed. You got to see, you know, guys know how mental I am. I've changed the seat position like 400 times. My wife's like, what are you doing outside? So I change it like a millimeter, and then I sit there, and I drive. I'm like, change the <laughs> – I can't, I can't figure it out. Oh, nuts, no, but,
1: that sucks. I'm sorry. i mean, yeah, you might I'll be able, figure it out. You might be able to have like an upholstery
2: shop like cut foam that's, out of that. But that's but then, the next thing. On the 15th of the month, I'm calling to my guy, uh, Johan, and his son, Brendan, and they're going to try to cut the foam and do something crazy – um, not like crazy. I mean, just make yeah, it yeah. not so uncomfortable. Um, so that's my next while you while you're in there, I'd <laughs> like yeah. some, some Cholo fabric, <laughs> please. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs>
0: maybe, um, I don't know. Oh, that's fucking annoying, dude.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But it drives great. It sounds amazing. And you know, all the things that you read online, it, it does all of that. Great. Yeah. I love it feels like a buttons. Porsche, doesn't it? Yeah. It well, as like- soon as I first got in it from the Ford and the Ford was great. I mean, it really was. But when I got into the into this, you could immediately feel what you were talking about, like the build quality. Yeah. You're like, like, oh yeah, I was on the phone with though, when I was driving back because I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. I was like, man, this feels like a Porsche. He's like, yeah, duh, duh you know that kind of thing. Yeah, well, yeah. you can
0: feel where you can feel where your money went, and I think a lot yeah. of people that don't spend time in those cars, they go, mm-hmm. well, it's fucking so expensive, and it does. I don't, the difference is incremental, and it was well, it depends on what your priority is, but if you really spend a lot of time in both it's screwed together tighter oh,
1: even yeah, if you right. don't
0: get the crazy leather and all the crazy shit it's still screwed together tighter well and if it's
1: incrementally right. better in a hundred places yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of like the Steve Dine like get faster at uh, shave a hundredth of a second in a hundred places now you dropped a second right, right. yeah
0: hey Larry we got like a fucking bunch of questions from
1: people you want to blast through a few of these
2: I can't see them. Does that no, matter? No, no,
0: no. You don't need to, Zach. We'll read them to you. But do you have a half hour to go through a few? Of course. Hopefully, I
2: can answer okay. all of them. We'll see what see how we can do. All right, God, cool. I can if see you, the
0: swollenness. God, you for those, I, it, it's not coming up on the show. Don't worry about it. If uh, if uh, you're in there, give five more minutes on get your questions into the super chat for Larry, and then we'll
1: shut it shut her down. Um, what do you got, Zach? All right, first one. Heathman uh, says maybe a dumb question, but he bought a car a couple years ago that's fully expelled and wondering what he should do to detail and clean it beyond a standard car wash without removing that clear bra.
2: Uh, I think he's talking about the nine six four because I don't have that many cars, only three. Um, you know, so I think that's what he's talking about uh, with an expel uh, or any clear bra. What they call PPF, paint protection film. Uh, the, the sort of rule of thumb is you treat it exactly like you would anything else, except you don't really want to use abrasives. Now, the asterisk on that is, yes, you can use abrasives if you're familiar with that. It's a little bit of a technique. Uh, Some accept abrasives a little bit more uh, or easier than others. But ultimately, what I tell people is just don't use any abrasive on it. Wash it properly. If this is the clear bra, you want to wash, wash away, away, as opposed to on the edge, and then you uh, might pick it up. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So little things like that, you can wax. Start it, from the center it.
0: of the film piece and work towards the edge.
2: Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. logical, logical things, and, and you'll be fine. So the uh, the short answer is, don't overthink it. Just don't use abrasives, and you'll be fine. Abrasives would include what? PP. Uh, it would include like uh, clay bar. Is that an abrasive? Technically, technically speaking, yes, clay bar is an abrasive, at least in my mind. Um, but sometimes you can clay that as long as you have enough lubrication. But I'm really speaking. So no to polishing compounds. compounds and okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool.
0: cool. I have PPF on my 911, and I yeah. just wash it in ammo foam, and then I use ammo hydrate when I dry it, and it looks awesome all the
2: time. That's like 90% of all my sales, and yeah. everybody is just that. They wash it, they hydrate it, and they're like, ah. Uh, looks great what should i do now i'm like you can wax it rather than like all right it's 90 percent of doing are doing exactly what you're doing dude you'll be
0: happy to know by the way lair that you can still read license plates in the door of my lamborghini 14 months after you detailed it
2: oh nice thank you yes yes that was quite uh that was quite the show there (laughs)
1: yeah still looks
2: good thank you
1: um, will see. Ask Larry. I just bought an airplane that will sit outside. I've been thinking of doing ceramic coating, but I have not heard much about their UV protection. Any thoughts, or should he stick with wax?
2: Well, uh, that's there's multiple things here. I'll try to keep this as short as possible so we can get to as many people. Uh, airplanes are a whole different thing. Meaning, from an insurance perspective, it's challenging for me to give. Uh, quality advice uh, because of the, the restrictions there with, they're so obviously for airplanes, you make a mistake, you have some bigger issues. With respect to coatings, um, there's about uh, a million and one different coatings out there. And I'll, again, I'll try to keep this short. I think the thing that you need to be asking yourself when you're doing something along the lines of, let's say um, those types of coatings that are out there, which I'm not saying they're bad, just ask the question, is it safe and then ask the question how long does it last and does it have uv it doesn't have all the characteristics that you want i think the priority should be uh is it flammable how high are the hazards am i going to get sick am i going to get uh uh lung you know start coughing these kinds of things uh before we ask that so uh i think it's very popular to put coatings on and i think uh, a lot of them are very good just just keep that in mind so with respect to the plane yeah put coating on there but it's a very, very loaded question he asked. I, I'd have to have specifics like the SDS and and see some testing because airplanes, if you mess up a pitot tube or you know, there's a million and one things that can go wrong. Like. I don't want that on YouTube saying I say you to do one thing yeah, and then complain yeah, about yeah, yeah. an issue. So disclaimer:
0: <laughs> disclaimer. This is general advice. Do your own research. general advice. There, do your yeah. Research and also whatever a pedo tube is, we're going to need to know what that is. Um, <laughs> uh, and is it Don't complain with
2: Don't with his pedo tube, right? That's a, oh,
0: no, I was going to say it's like a Jeffrey Epstein escape slide. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's a, a slide. From what I understand, it measures your wind speed and it's oh uh, yeah. So, oh, they think. have on race cars. It like oh stick, yeah. It's the the, the metal little thing that sticks
1: out, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, Nick Hanscom just says, thank you. He showed uh, his passionless non-car father, the froth video, and then his dad freaked out, ordered it and loves it. So thank you for that. Oh,
2: cool. Yeah, that that one, I'm pretty proud of that one. That was a game changer. I, I think, Matt, I don't even know if you know, I was shaving and I came up with this idea of like, well, shaving, you have a humectant, uh, something that um, a what attracts moisture, basically, a lack of a better word right now. Attracts um, moisture. Okay. It doesn't attract moisture. It retains moisture basically is what's going like when you shave, you have, uh, you know, uh, you take something that wasn't exactly super moist and you add lubrication to it, but you do it in a dry, uh, atmosphere, meaning you're not in the shower is intended to not necessarily be in the shower to, to, to shave. Anyways, I got inspired and I looked at the ingredients, went through the whole thing and then, uh, tried it on, uh, on a couple of cars and realized, wait a second, this has way more lubrication. We can actually do uh, what I call a hoseless wash, because I always recommend if you have access to free-flowing water, which is a fancy word for saying a hose, hmm. uh, use it. If you don't, this is a wonderful alternative, uh, focused primarily on lubrication. So that that's where frothy came in, and it just it took off like crazy, and um, you know, so I'm super proud of that one.
0: Cool. It's like a better version of a waterless wash.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I don't like to say a better version. It's definitely different, meaning there is a significant amount of foam and, um, almost like tangible or I'm not sure if that's the right word. Uh, you can almost feel the lubrication, uh, in it. And that's really what it's all about. So when you use that, the difference with the waterless wash in most cases, is you, you spray and you wipe it down and that's considered a waterless wash, right? Um, in this case, they do that shit use. all over
0: LA. It's terrible. They set up right. these waterless washes in like mall parking lots and shit. And they just go through gallons of spray wax and fucking Right. That's basically shit what it is. Your it's, you're
2: just putting water from the, from the spray in, in the 16 ounce on there. And I said, okay, that to me, it doesn't seem kind of like steam or whatever. It doesn't, doesn't bring enough amount of lubrication to be able to carry or lift or, or lubricate in any way. So the point I'm trying to make is you use this first, you lift up the, the junk, and then afterwards you can go in and spray wax. So it's a two-step process. It's just, to me, it's more logical than spray, 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 wipe, 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 you're done. Right. It, it doesn't, it's kind of the same idea with the COVID thing and disinfecting. We can get into that kind of stuff. I'm sure somebody will ask. People think you take a disinfectant and you go, okay, I wiped a disinfectant on, it's disinfected. It doesn't work like that. And I think that's part of the causing a lot of this, I wouldn't say spread. It's. It's not decreasing the spread fast enough because of the misinformation. Because you have to actually pick it up and go, read the back of the box, and the back of the box will tell you it has to have dwell time. So for a lot of the viewers and listeners out there, we're jumping into a weird thing, but let's say I wanted to disinfect this I'm gonna have to stop you, Larry. Right we don't want to learn. Uh, we're not here to no, learn. Well, this is true. Your, <laughs> no,
0: no, I'm fucking
3: I, around. I can see the subscriber rate going. No, no, no I'm on. fucking
2: around. I'm fucking around. I do want to learn. I just, I just couldn't <laughs> help myself because I'm a dick. No, no so. right, that's a good point. But the CDC and the EPA basically say if I was going to, uh, you know, disinfect this area right here, I'd have to clean it first. Step one, clean, and then step two, disinfect, uh, and then you to disinfect, you have to leave it for a certain amount of time based on the quant that you're using. It could be, I'm making this up three minutes to 10 minutes. And based on what you're trying to kill, meaning if it's a stronger virus or it has a different type of envelope virus that is, is, uh, can resist other things. You have to let it sit there for longer periods of time. Right. So there's a, there's a lot of confusion most people go like wipe it's disinfected, and it's like, uh, you didn't do anything right there. Yeah. And I can actually prove it. Uh, this was a, one of this cool. I gotta let this thing load up now. But there's a, this cool test where you can actually do it at home now. Oh, there it goes. It's, it's loading up. I have this little uh, tester. Yeah. You pop this guy off right here, <laughs> and there's a, you a see swab. That yeah, like a swabby guy. Swab, and you can swab whatever you you know the steering wheel or whatever. You put it back in here. Yeah. And this little I. Uh, iphone looking thing that oh. loads up so it's starting to start yeah. you open up this top you throw i already put one in there yeah yeah you, you throw this thing in there you close the top and it'll tell you it'll do a, a quick test and it'll tell you how much bacteria is there this one's going to say zero because i have a, a clean one in there right, but right basically after 10 seconds it tells you so i kind of Does tell you what kind of bacteria thing? you have or just like how gnarly it is no, this one in particular is probably going to say zero once it hits there. No, no, I know, on. but
0: like, let's say you just picked some random person's car and swabbed it.
2: Right, This that particular one right there is called Hygiena. Uh, that particular one right there is going to uh, tell you it's designed to measure the effectiveness of your cleaning. Uh-huh. So that's a, fa- that's a fancy way of saying it measures for fungi and bacteria, it doesn't measure for COVID. People think, right, right, right. They when they say COVID, I laugh because COVID is actually the thing that you get when you get it, you're talking about SARS-CoV. Anyways, yeah. um, this will measure how good, how well you clean the surface. So if I test it and it says 2000 RLUs, which is what that thing, um, that's the how you measure it. Uh-huh. Um, if you do that, and then I clean it afterwards, and it says 100 RLU's, you go, oh wow, my cleaning method was effective. Right. So in that example I gave you before with the disinfectant, yeah, I actually took my phone, which was disgusting. It had 20,000 on RLU's. Um, I should probably do a YouTube video and just walk around town and do this to people. Yeah, it'd, yeah. It'd freak you out. But basically, I did. It was 19,000 and change when I did this. Then I went in. I took a disinfectant because I panicked this is actually a brilliant uh, kind of mess up on my, my part. I took a disinfectant, I wiped it down like this, and I was like, I let it dry, and I didn't let it dwell, and I wiped it again, and it lowered it by like 100. <laughs> so that that percentage was like, Nothing. was like Was like .2%. Uh, 0.2%. Yeah. And I was like, how did, I, I just disinfect it, and then I, my wife, who was sitting on the couch, said, you didn't do any of the things you just said in the video. I was like, oh geez, God, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, so. The point I'm making is this actually proved it, um, and it was kind of cool. So talking about nerding out. Do I need to, like, start cleaning things. my
0: phone every single day? Is my phone. Uh,
2: all kidding aside, the phone is absolutely disgusting. And I measured my bathroom. I measured my steering wheel, and I measured it against the phone. So to give you, like, a little bit of a a basis, it's going to be obviously different for everybody. My The steering wheel was something like, like 971, actually. I think it was that. Uh-huh. My keyboard was around, like, 1,200. Uh-huh. Um, my phone was, um, we're talking twelve hundred, bro. Yeah. My phone was nineteen thousand. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ah, like freaked out. Like yeah, what was the, the, thing what was the expect- shitter,
0: bro? What was the shitter? Did you measure the, You swipe
2: the bowl? I swiped the bowl. Um, the top. <laughs> I, I swiped the top part of it. Uh-huh. Wow. So because it got messed up as soon as I went in the inside, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't wasn't good. So, but the the top part where you sit on it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think it was something around like thirteen or fourteen hundred. Oh meaning man. Meaning this was like ten times dirtier. Oh dude. Than my toilet bowl. So what do we do? We what do I clean it properly? Meaning you clean. What do I do to clean my phone though? Al- just alcohol. Oh, the phone. The the phone. You, you have a thing like this. Uh, can you take that out? I have a case. Um, yeah, I have a case on my yeah, phone. If you take the case out. I can't it. I actually
0: like, might. You probably don't even want to swipe mine because my case is fucking
2: leather, which is probably even worse. Oh, it's horrible. You <laughs> know what's even grosser? I'm going to stand up right now. This. Your belt. Oh. Your belt is disgusting, dude. Oh, cool. Like, like off the charts. Disgusting. Really? When was the last time you washed your belt? I don't, I don't how do you, you can. wash your belt? It's <laughs> leather. I don't, I don't know. I haven't thought of it, but I was sitting there and I'm like, obviously you open up. And you do your thing, and then you come back. Oh, and then I was like, wait no. a second, I'm this thing. Well, think of the thing. ricochet.
1: Oh, God. Shit. It's years and years and years. You of- know, maybe I'm and better off not And then you're at the knowing. journal.
2: You got the splashing. I know.
1: Right. There's a mist happening. I know. So wait, to Dude, clean this, my this phone. this was the take- best
2: thing and the worst thing. Think about it for a guy with OCD. No, I'm, t- I'm wiping my head. I'm wiping <laughs> it. I'm doing everything. I've got loose on my mind.
0: Wait, <laughs> so take your phone cover off, and then what? Alcohol on the phone? Is that pretty much it?
2: No, 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 that's actually not it at all. That's exactly what I did was wrong. So take this off. Yeah. And then if you can, I don't know about leather. Leather's going to be tough. Actually, leather, you have my lather. First, you're going to clean it with lather because it's Oh, I'll use your shit. Yeah. Right. Use the leather, uh-huh. the lather on the leather. Yeah. Clean that all up. Do the same thing on the phone, but don't spray it on the phone. Uh-huh. a towel. do that kind of thing. So clean it first. Then and only then go in after a disinfectant. But when you pick up the disinfectant, like I have little wipey things for the uh-huh. baby, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. pull it out of the bag, yeah, yeah, you turn the bag over and it'll tell you, hey, if you wanna um, sanitize it, leave it for 15 seconds. Sanitizing is lowering the uh, amount of germs to an acceptable amount, I don't know uh-huh. what that means. And then disinfecting is you kill the germs, you get rid of them, so you're not clean. Disinfecting, let's be clear, is not removing dirt. And I said in one of my videos, I'd rather have much, I'd rather have disgusting black, dirty hands than uh, uh, hands with bacteria on them. Yeah, you would agree, right? Who cares yeah. about dirt? Dirt's not going to kill you, but bacteria and and you know that kind of thing. That that's where that comes in. So disinfecting when you pick it o- when you pick it up and you turn it over, you got to see how long it's got to it's sit required. yeah yeah i don't know some of them are 2 seconds some of them are 15 minutes i you know it's different for everyone yeah, yeah 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 so right. that's what i would do on your phone but it's like like seriously phone no, phone's. Aside, a, i know it's disgusting thing
0: yeah i know my phone's gross i i'm glad i don't have a meter to show exactly how
2: gross <laughs> i don't even i don't right I don't not like... to mention your mic dude your mic is probably really kind of gross that's, yeah but that,
1: yeah
0: but my mic's only me
1: <laughs> I don't share, I don't share, it's okay Well the phone's probably worse because the phone, like you set it on every restaurant table you go to yeah. you, t- you touch doors and things, you look totally. at it, like We just, we use them so much I know
2: Right I,
0: I, I've I, had to, I've, I have started leaving it in the car when I go in the grocery store Because it was fucking up, you know, your grocery store process right. now So now it's like, I don't touch anything else I only bring a credit card by itself outside of my wallet which i then fucking hand sanitize afterwards and a piece of paper with my shopping list on it that's all that comes in the grocery store with me and the mask
2: it's probably a good thing and maybe it maybe it'll help because i saw somewhere you posted about um not anti-social media i forget what you were doing but like hey like we got to put our phones down or whatever and i read that i was like oh that's oh that i i removed all social media from my phone Right I think it's brilliant Fucking I think it's great
0: brilliant. dude You know how great How great an idea it was I don't miss anything I don't miss any of it I have Twitter and Instagram On my computer Which I'm at Plenty of the day I get plenty of Twitter And Instagram On the computer I handle all posting I, I wake up I do three posts Scheduled out And then I walk away From that And that's it You can it.
2: schedule Instagram posts
0: Fuck yeah you can dude Facebook creator studio Get on
2: it I didn't know that Catch up I didn't know
0: that yeah, and you, once you, not once you know you can do that, then you can just remove Instagram from your phone entirely. Oh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, not only now I'm learning. Not only did I go from 6 hours a day screen time to under 2. I immediately within 48 hours the tendinitis in both my elbows went away.
2: Well, I can tell that you're not on your phone and you're in the gym. That's for sure. You look like a yeah. million bucks.
0: So. I'm not I I well I'm uh, you know, it is what it is, but I'm not on my phone. That's important. I recommend it. I, I do recommend huge. it. Especially that's huge. Especially for someone like you who yeah. has an assault, uh, constant barrage of questions and letters and stuff. That's just It's just too much for one person to handle.
2: I'm, I'm right now, my, I'm averaging, this is how crazy I am because I actually average on, I'm averaging almost 80 emails a day of questions.
0: You should just, stop just spending like 70, time taking emails. the average. <laughs> what's that stop committing time to taking the average well i'm, not, I'm a crazy person i'm
2: a crazy person because i talk to my wife about it nobody cares about the average stop wasting time with doing you that could math. answer one ha- more
1: email with if you didn't take that average.
2: you know what zach you're correct maybe i should stop doing that i'm being inefficient but yes i get a lot of emails it's crazy i know I, s- I
0: spend probably two hours a day on emails as well Emails yeah. and scheduling of things is a, is a major port, part of my... And answering fan questions. It's probably... I get probably 50 to 100 DMs a day on Instagram.
2: Right. I'd I'd r- to honestly, to I'd rather you know, just that do know. that as a job. That that I like answering and talking to the <laughs> talking to people and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. It's just challenging to do that and detail a car. Yeah, yeah. No, when you're and running the alive. business,
0: yeah, it being the social media manager is very, very hard. But if you could, yeah.
2: if you can do it using your voice and
0: not your fingers while you're detailing a car, you're you're doubling up on your time.
2: I that's why I thought this idea was So It is, Zach. Zach what else we
0: got? Let's get through some
2: more.
1: Um oh uh this guy applied reflex sheet this past weekend he highly recommends it, it says easy application gloss is great sheeting's awesome so thank you larry and you go. someone asked if that can be used on ppf
2: absolutely as long as it's not an abrasive which this is not okay um, Generally speaking but yes the answer is yes you can
1: uh, someone said they use reflex and skin and everything looks amazing. So just a lot of compliments for your gear in general. Um, MB is Frenchy asked, are there, do you have suggestions for uh, paint protection film installer or detailers in New York?
2: Aside from me. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I was like him, he's there. Uh, no, there's a, uh, there's a bunch of good guys. There's my guy, Dan Mealy, He's fantastic. Turn seven auto com. www turn the number seven auto He's great. Um, and there's another guy, uh, Phil, uh, detailers domain out in, uh, just over the border in New Jersey. I'm sure there's lots of other wonderful guys. I just don't, um, know them. So I'm sure there's lots of great guys, but those are the two, my two closest friends, uh, phil detailers domain.com and Dan Mealy at, uh, turn seven care.com.
1: Nice. Um, medium eight Oh five asks, um, how can he deal with black rubber trim? He says it's the bane of his existence. It seems perma dull and sun damaged from the dealership.
2: I would need to know a lot more information, but you can uh, dye it. You can uh, sort of cosmetically treat it, like as in makeup. You can put like tire shine and things like that. If I'm understanding the, the question correctly, um, and then you can actually put uh, coatings on it. I do think of all the coatings. I, I'm not, people. I don't want people to think I'm anti coating. I just I'm anti not safe. That's what I am, but I love coatings. I'm just anti not safe uh, to humans. Uh, but uh, there are some some neat coatings that you can put on there that will actually protect it for a longer period of time. Having said all of that, sometimes people email me and say how to wait that same question, and then they'll send me a picture, and the picture will show it's just roached out. And I say, hey, there's sometimes the, the, the patient's dead, uh, no doctor, you can't do anything to it. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, that
0: I, the, that question reminds me though. This has nothing to do with cars, but since I got you on the line, you know the mm. gym in my house, Lair. Mm. I've got the yeah. rubber gym floor. What yeah. would you fucking clean that with? Anything I try to clean it with, I leave stains on it. I leave like
2: yeah, okay. So right now, you need to start disinfecting it. So the first thing you're going to clean is—I know it sounds crazy. It's—it's it's really soap and water. I know that. It's like, wait a second, how am I going to do that? You can figure it out and make it so it's not so sloppy. You're a smart guy. The big thing is disinfecting it. So the difference when you're disinfecting it, is it a, uh, a soft surface or is it a hard surface? So if you look at all the Lysols and all the things that are out there that are wonderful, if you turn the can over and read it, it says hard surfaces only: uh-huh. toilet bowls, kitchen sinks, uh, countertops, etc. So if you were to spray that on something that is uh, a porous surface like leather or carpets, it's not going to. It's not designed for that. Yours. I'm not sure. I have to go back and look at how uh, how porous your yeah. Your rubber I don't, is.
0: Mine's pretty. It's pretty hard rubber. It's not very. It doesn't have a lot of give.
1: It's, but it doesn't have any kind of like shiny coating no, on or anything. No. So, right. So that
2: that Zach's right. So I think you're you're in that weird gray area where I'm not 100 percent sure. But for the lack of, uh, you know another another piece of advice, I, I would say stick. Pretend like as if it's a hard surface. Okay. Um, or what they call a non-porous surface. Yeah. And then uh, use a disinfectant on that because the big thing. Uh, hopefully one of my guys is watching Jim Ramsey, uh, you know, one of the sports teams guys, I'll, I'll leave it vague there. You know, I love my, my hockey. I don't know if you can see my sticks back there, but, um, uh, this way, uh, anyways, uh, the, uh, the sports teams are really focused on that too. Cause they have a lot of gyms obviously in their facilities when they get back to working out. And so one of the, one of my buddies from the Rangers called and said, Hey, how do we figure this out? Cause you got guys working out and they're just pouring sweat. Especially in those art, artificial turfs, yeah. that they have, you know, for the basketball people and football or whatever. So that's something that we're exploring as well uh, because it's it's hard, but it's also not hard. You see, yeah. what I'm you know the like the fake grass. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So your question's a good one. I'll get back to you on that one. I'm still trying to figure that out, but I think I would consider it a non-porous surface or a hard surface. Okay. And clean it like you would anything else. Lice haulish. right.
1: Lysol-ish. All right. Um, Blacksley Woody asks, which ammo products should be applied before ceramic coat and which ones should be applied over ceramic coat?
2: Ceramic coats. Um, well, it depends on the ceramic coat. Some require different things, meaning some are cured by air, some are cured by light, some are cured in, in, in different um, sort of – each. there's a million in one. So a lot of them require, interestingly enough, you to do what's called – uh, I, uh, a strip wash. Now, strip washes weren't really around uh, until coatings came around. A little bit of a backstory: I was doing coatings, Matt. You even remember that when I when you la- when you went to California to to do your thing, yeah. And I stayed, and then I went in manufacturing. You remember when I worked for that crazy guy, yeah? And I would go do all the, you know, who I'm talking about those things. Uh, I went and did all those. I was doing coatings. I was doing twelve ish cars a day, which sounded crazy back then because it was a different type of coating. So I have a lot of experience with with coatings. In this case, the strip wash is kind of new because the newer coatings that have this ceramic type um, chemical in there, I'm being vague for a reason. uh, When they encounter something like wax on the car, they dissolve that wax in, in the act of going on the car and it changes the chemical property of it and becomes messed up or blurry or fuzzy or hazy or whatever. There's a million different things that can go wrong. So to this gentleman's question, or person's question is to they design the strip wash, which is basically again I'm being very vague, like isopropyl alcohol. You know, like if you're going to get a, a needle, a shot, you know, they clean your that kind of thing. That sort of mentality is happening to your car, so that you can put the coating on and nothing interferes with it. So I think that's what he's asking. So in that case, you would pick up the bottle, and it says typically on the back, hey. Use isopropyl alcohol, use wax and grease remover. You don't need to do anything like for mine, you don't need to do anything because I've designed it that way. Some people require other things. So that's underneath. On top, this is where it gets a little bit, uh, I got to be careful here. Uh, You can, in my opinion, most cases, you can put on anything you want on top of it. I think there's a little bit of marketing involved in that, meaning, hey, only this product works with that product. I, I get that. And then I think the uh, 20% of that is 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 based in, in truth, meaning what they're trying to tell you is when you put uh, something over a coating, you alter the chemical characteristics of the coating itself. So if the coating is designed to do A, B, and C, if you put something on top of it, you're going to mute that. So it's like saying, hey, I wore this ammo shirt right now, but if I put a jacket over it, you're not going to see the ammo shirt anymore. So do you want to see the ammo shirt or do you want to see the jacket?
0: Yeah.
2: Does that make sense? Yeah. Sorry, I'm sure I probably bored the heck out of you there,
0: but no, it's what it is. It's it's a te- It's a it's, that's a
2: tedious question. Yeah, it's it's a loaded question that I'm I can I'm gonna fail at every corner. Of that <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah, all right,
1: it's all good. Uh, Soups ninety nine wants to know if there's ever if you've ever had an idea for a product that just did not work out the way you wanted to, and then you had to scrap.
2: Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I, I I did the first. Oh, just out of reach. Um, the first 73, uh, product ideas of, of reflex. Yeah. I've, I've had a couple of them that have failed. The bigger thing with me is I think people have to understand. I'm, I am, I'm sure they do. I'm just, it's a point of figure of speech. I really take a lot of pride in trying to develop products that I think are going to be the future that I think are going to be something very helpful and not just something that, uh, people are going to buy, which is, I think, a lot of the focus of people. Hey, this market has grown so big um, and you're working in chemicals, how do I make another chemical just to say I've made another chemical? And so you kind of have to walk this ethical line. So to answer his question somehow or roundabout, I've developed a lot of things, but the challenges as a single, what I call a company of one, because it is, it's very challenging to develop something from beginning to end whatever takes a massive company to do this long, it takes me this much longer. Why, because I'm one guy. Okay, all the things that you would imagine, but the things that you don't really notice is, I have to wait in line behind the big guys. That's just the way it is. Whether I like it or not, that's just the way that it is. So when I'm sort of waiting in line, like I said before, kind of walking towards the, the, the dream of having the product that I want, I have to, I sort of get uh, what my mom refers to as hind teeth. You know what I mean? So you, you, are not the first one in line to get the, the stuff. So I have to be a little bit more creative and to answer or to respond to his question. It's not so much that I created something and it failed. It has, I'm not pretending it doesn't, I'm saying more, more cases than not it's I've created something that I can't get and it, it or I get too late. And so I have this running joke with a couple of my, uh, you know, m- manufacturers and the people that I work with for Raw's, that I feel like I've, every time I come up with an idea and it takes me so long to get to where everybody else is. Cause I'm one guy, um, somebody larger, stronger, faster, bigger, whatever comes out with that same thing. And I'm like, Oh, and I literally have cases where I've gotten uh, trademarks and, and patents and all these other things. And I got to a point where I just couldn't spend any more time or any more money. And the instant literally it, it became available, bang, another company picked it up and took it. I mean, I, I have probably five or six of them and the, in, you know, my inside people that know me well and lawyers and all that kind of thing, they go like, man, I just, I feel like I'm focused on being able to see what's going to come next and what would be really useful for people. And then uh, I just, I can't, I can't get there fast enough because I just, I, I'm waiting in line behind the big guys. that's hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So hopefully I'll be a big guy soon.
1: I mean, you seem to be on your way. Yeah. I'm very impressed with your success and determination. It's really cool.
2: Thanks. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. It's, it's crazy making. It's fun. It's going to be fun when I can literally draw up something and say like, here's my vision for this. Like help me execute that. And right now, and people are helping. I'm I'm not pretending that I'm, you know, there's other people, of course, I'm not just by myself on the whole thing and packing everything or whatever, but um, it'd be awesome to kind of like, have a support group or something that i i don't know what i'm asking but you get where i'm going with that it'd be nice like hey can you track this guy down uh find the raw material yeah, that here that sounds like having an
0: actual company that has employees is what that sounds like
2: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, right right it's called having a staff that has pe- it's when know. zuckerberg got to stop
0: programming yeah elon musk right. doesn't fucking program the landing code for the rockets someone else right. does that he goes you know, be cool Rockets that land. And then a bunch of other people do that, and he eats acid and names his kid alphanumeric weirdness because. Right. Why I'm not,
2: why not, why not quite child? there
3: yet.
0: <laughs> why not torture a child? Why not torture a child?
1: Oh, man, that's um, funny. All right, a couple guy. from Matt. Um, Ski Bum 291 just says Matt, he also feels your pain with a water main issue. Uh, he's in Texas, it's costing them $700,000 a week. <laughs> You know, opportunity oh, loss. No. It's, a, it's a big plan. Oh, no. So he just says, this is month three. Everyone trashes California and Los Angeles, but it's the same everywhere, so stay strong.
0: That's uh the one, you know, the difference between what people say on the internet. When I complain about something with the city, and you get a lot of people on Instagram who go, the fucking Democrats in L.A. and California, fucking socialists. Yeah. And then my contractor goes, man, you think this is something you should have seen when we tried to put that hospital in Texas and they made us replace someone's fucking
1: cornfield for $2 million. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if people don't know that story, that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> You know, but-
0: <laughs>
2: this cornfield—that's great. <laughs> yeah, he had to replace
0: a cornfield, someone's cornfield, because they had to dig up, you know, something and put on, un- put something under the cornfield, and they'd replace it. And they've had to do all kinds of shit. And he, and he said, "Yeah, no, this is." He said, "It's not. It's not because you're in." California or LA it's not because of Democrats or Republicans it's because the system is designed to let everybody get their taste from the fucking fat cat developer that's building a big project that's how the system is designed and it is what it is gotcha. and environmental oh. shit but yeah I mean I feel better now thank you I'm glad I'm not spending 700k a fucking a week. week ah Jeez. ah <laughs> Big if we project. had to stop if we had to stop construction entirely, it would it would cost me about a Honda Civic a week to not work a lot, though. Yeah, that's a lot. Not, it's cost a lot of money to not work. Wait, new Civic or old
1: Civic? A new one. Okay, I, I figured. I just figured. Just checking. <laughs> Thank
2: you for the clarification. Yeah. Uh, it costs an old Honda yeah. Civic a day to not work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Another way to look at it that's also terrifying. Yeah. Um, Alex Smith says, Matt, I just had a micro oh, uh, and uh, in March, L5S1. Um, after your back surgery, how long did you wait to get back on track? He's concerned, he's more concerned about off-track incidents than the driving itself. Oh, he means back on track like on a, in a fucking yeah, car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's more concerned about having a crash? Right, crashing with a back injury. <sighs> I mean,
0: L5-S1 microdiscectomy, once you're fully healed up and you don't have pain anymore, you know, you're doing the PT, you're getting your core in as good shape as can be reasonably expected, once you don't have pain anymore from the surgery and you're cured... I I I I think I think you're fine to get back on a racetrack. um uh it's it 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 never it was never that big of a concern of mine. Uh, other things have been. I won't go skydiving. I always wanted to go skydiving. My doctor was like, "You're out of your fucking mind going skydiving for with a back two back surgeries." So I won't do that. And I won't. I won't. I, won't, I was invited to do wide open Baja for free. I turned it down.
3: Oh. <laughs> I, I, turned, I know, Larry. that's I get a dream dude. of
0: mine, dude. <laughs> I know. I. Ter- I was. I'll send them to you. You want You want to do it? I would love to do that. I'll send them to you. I bet you they'd love to have you. And and they offered it to me totally gratis, and I had. Is to... Is that the to...
2: one your your dad, you and your dad did? Yeah, on
0: the one that put me yeah. in the hospital the first time. <laughs>
2: right, right. I, I totally put me in touch with them off air.
0: Yeah, I know yeah. About. No, I, I will. It'll be they're they're gr- a great outfit, and um. But you know, there's definitely things that I there are a few things I won't do, um, uh, that I know will be particularly abusive towards, uh, my back, um. But no, I I think I think once you your body feels healed up, you're no longer in pain from the surgery or the or the nerves. I think you can get back on a racetrack without without too much trouble. Yeah, nice. The odds of being in a crash in a car that
1: causes further damage to that specific thing once it's healed are very low yeah you need to hit I mean it's bumps that would be the biggest problem some kind of yeah, air, don't airborne go, situation don't drive a bo-
0: don't drive trucking right. trucks <laughs> that's right now so I'm saying if you had an off at a track
1: that also involved you getting air that would be very bad but oh, that's yeah. not but, that common depending yeah, on what your, you're doing
0: your spine would be problem 47 if, you're, if your car is exited a track and is
1: airborne your spine yeah. is not yeah. in your top five
0: problems <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's when you're like I kind of hope I roll so that I don't compress my right. spine right.
0: Yeah. if you have time to think about that, your car actually Good. is flying through. Like the, air. the guy, the Mustang guy in Willow Springs. <laughs> that was exactly who I thought of. Did well, you Bowen, ever see that Luke, video? Duke, Duke no, 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 no. It's a gr- one of the best crash videos of all time. We can't show it, but write it down for later. Fox Body Mustang Crash, Willow Springs. Here, uh, Zach will pull up the um, the screen. Oh, no. oh, there it is. <laughs> like this guy, <laughs> bro. This guy. This guy loses it going into turn eight at hundred and twenty something miles an hour. And just goes straight off, but there's a, a yump that you can't see and it launches him real far. He crashes into a wall, like through a
1: wall, actually. He he makes it all the way to the, like the green wall that ring that <laughs> separates the, the track runoff from like the the entrance road. But that wall is very far from the corner really and he far. punched a hole in it. He stopped at the wall. <laughs> But there's a part of the wall Did that's painted a different color now. No, no, he walked away from it. He had a cage and, and shit. And the camera
0: comes off his car and lands yeah. like 40 feet away from his car, but pointed back at the car. And oh. there's the shot. And you can see the guy getting out from that shot. It's fucking wow. wild. Go watch that video. It's one of the craziest crashes it's ever. Big. Yeah, it's big. It is a,
1: a huge jump. A he, found, he found a jump. Yeah, that guy maybe has some back issues, but this other guy could be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a few more. Uh, Larry, do you regret selling your Impala?
2: Ooh, that's a painful question. Um, no, no. The answer is no, because I couldn't really take my son in there. It it wasn't appropriate. The car just wasn't safe enough. But I do, and Musto uh, and Jonathan Adler, uh, you know him, uh, they both think I'm crazy because I do like the the slow, old, big cars. I just, I like that. I, I like that as a part of the cadre of cars that you would have or whatever. You know, I got the small ones and the fast ones. I like kind of big, uh, you know, slow cars. So I miss it. But no, I would say no, because if I can't take my son, at the, you know, then what's the point at that? You know, so no.
1: All right. Do you have um, two people want dealer rec- or not dealer Um, detail recommendations? One's in D.C. and one's in L.A. for like high end car collection. Quote.
2: Yes. Uh, and L.A. You got my close friend. Actually, Matt knows him because he worked on it. Derek Bemis. Hell yeah. Derek's the man. I would yeah, definitely so, get Derek to come do your. Uh, Did not yeah, he, he move? Is, Did
0: he not move?
2: No, no, no. He's he travels out to Arizona. Oh, okay, yeah, about. I thought he was gonna yeah. move
0: to Arizona, but okay.
2: No, 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 no. So he's detail works with a, like the German okay. W E R K S. Right. Thank you. Dot net. I believe. Uh, um, yeah,
0: Derek is the man. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's in L.A. I would definitely use that guy for sure.
2: There you go. He's there your you go. guy. He's the man, and he was also um, he was also in the video. So if you wanna. Put a face to the name, kind of thing. He was in Matt's when I did Matt's uh, Lamborghini. Yeah, they came in. You guys all came into the podcast. I think that night. Right. Like Thank that. you. There you go. So if he's a this person who said that is a podcast person, then you'll put a face to the name. Cool. And uh, then the other one we said Maryland or DC or whatever. DC. DC. That would be um, that would be on the spot, on the spot detail. You're putting me on the spot, huh? Uh, put it on the spot detail. I think something. It's like that. And the, uh, Rob, his name is Rob. Uh, I'll think about it. And, I'll, I'll, let me think on it for a second. Rob, um, Schufer, Rob Schufer. Wow. I really pulled that one out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I had the site. That would have been nice fine, job. but, but yeah, yeah. good job. All right.
2: Yes. There we go. Cool. Yeah. Good recommendation. Nice. There he is right there. Yeah. He's in the picture down there. All right. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. We just have three more and, uh, let's see how long do ceramic coatings last? And can you apply a new one over an existing one?
2: Again, it depends on the type of coating. This is the this is the largest question. Um, clay used to be the biggest question I get, um, and that sort of faded away. Everyone is crazy about ceramic coatings. Um, it is just there's a lot in that question, and and to answer that, there is a little bit of this sort of psychology of, hey, if I put this on, if I pop this pill, I'm gonna be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's like, Matt, you're the perfect example. No, the reason you look the way you look right now is because you work your butt off, right? And you work out and you eat right. And like, I've never seen somebody uh, be as healthy uh, and, and do the regimen that it requires to look the way that you look, and kudos to you. Same kind of concept in life, same kind of concept in cars. So this coding craze has taken over And for the record, I'm not saying it, coatings are bad. They're they're not. They're on their way to being amazing. It's just the perception of what the coating does kind of ruins everything. And then the salesman has to be careful uh, when he sells something like that because you're not going to put a coating on and it lasts forever, that kind of thing. So to this person's question, yeah, you can, some coatings allow you to put, to reactivate it or whatever you want to call it, relayer it. Now, if you really look closely this is where I'm going to walk a very fine line here and I'm going to get a thousand emails for what I'm about to say. But if you read the warranty that comes with lots of them, you'll notice that at some uh, variation, I'm not going to pretend what it is quarterly, every six months, every eight months, every year. What, I don't remember what it is, but you have to go in. It varies uh, to have them reapply it. However, it has a warranty of, I'm making this up again, two years, 10 years, three years, five years, eight years, whatever it is. If you, do you see, do you see what I'm talking about here and how you can read? Basically you're saying, Hey, I'm going to give you i I'm making this up for round numbers, a 10 year warranty on this coding. But Oh, by the way, you got to come back in every six months. So I got to put it back on. It's like, wait a second. I can just do that with like regular sealant. Like why would I pay $5,000 for that or whatever the case is? Do you see that? Do you see the kind of, Uh, interesting dilemma that's kind of been posed by coding so they do work and they do things are they safe and do they have a realistic time to be on the car Um, and so i think that gray area that gap is what confuses people and this nice person who who wrote the the comment in there is uh, discovering that for himself and he's asking wait a second can we layer anything on top of it because they tell me not to does it really last 10 years because it seems like i have to go in all the time and have them reapply it so I, I think we need to be a little bit more clear as to what those things can and cannot do and err on the side of caution. And, and uh, so that is my—that that is a very, very broad uh, answer to a very broad question. Um, so- It's a good answer that, though. Yeah, that's really does that interesting. Make sense? To, yeah. yeah. I think we need to think about it. And I'm being very careful. Zach, you probably can, you've known me for a long time. I'm walking a fine line, so I don't, that is a massive, massive market. And I'm not looking to pull the tail of right. That,
1: that's a question where if you give the wrong answer, it could upset the actual market that yeah. is profiting off of
2: that. So Well you know, I wouldn't. You, yeah. Maybe I don't think I have that much pull, but that would be wonderful. But I don't. I'm not looking to get anybody angry at me. I, I think coatings are wonderful. Just uh, read the back of the cereal box before you eat it.
1: Follow me. Do do does paint protection film last longer, or is that simpler <laughs> in a way, or no?
2: This, this is a brilliant question, Zach. It's a brilliant. This is what. This is what gets me so worked up. If you look at paint protection film, and then you look at um, something, and remember, this is coming from a person who uh, has spent his life or whatever. Matt knows making products to go on cars because they make me feel good. That's really it. When I drive, it makes me feel better that it's clean. So I'm giving you perspective that I don't make any money on, on PPFs other than installing them, meaning I don't make PPFs. So PPF, typical warranty is anywhere from it depends on the, what you're doing with the car. Let's just make it up here a couple of years to maybe five, six years, something like that at, on the far end. Well, coatings sometimes they have two, three, four, five, six, all these crazy warranties. If you take a piece of ball which is behind me, you can actually see it right there. Do you see it up there? Uh-huh. Right there, or <laughs> <Well>, whatever. <laughs> I, mean, I can see something. Yeah, something back there. Well, whatever, There's com- I ca- if I went over there and grabbed that and I, and I took a piece out, and I like this, and I bit it, you could feel, you could feel it between your teeth. Right. It, you could go like this and stretch it. And then somebody would try to stick a key through it. What I'm trying to example, you know, make a point here is it's very thick. And so if something like that, that's very rubbery, for the lack of a better word, it's not rubber, but rubbery, uh, and you put on your car and it's clear and it lasts a couple of years, a race car, maybe, uh, a season, a car that you drive daily, maybe two, three years, uh, and a car that like the R8 that comes out, you know, not necessarily daily, maybe five, six years or something like that. Right. If that lasts that long and it's designed to be removed and a coding lasts let's say for just to be conservative the a similar amount of time to me that doesn't it doesn't right. make sense to me this is something that's like this infinitesimally thin thing that you can't really do you see where i'm going with yeah, that totally. yeah to me there's illogical yeah so but they do something i'm not saying they don't do something <laughs> i'm saying ask the right question Do you see how uh, yeah, yeah, cya yeah, yeah. i am right here yes I <laughs> yeah got it. Makes sense. So. of
1: Sense. Um, okay. Last two. Sarunas uh, Ambrosis asked, "How accurately can you compare cars in a simulator, like a set of Corsa, for vehicle dynamics and quote feel? For example, the Mustang GT in a set of Corsa seems understeer significantly." Um, are they talking he, about a video game. He's, he's talking, talking about, about video, video games. Game. Yeah. yeah. And,
2: I think. I mean. I know this question isn't directed towards me because you guys are the more video game and that kind of techy people. But for me, when I play those games and I've been on track many, many times, not as many as you, but certainly more than the average person. If you don't feel the G's when you're stopping, I don't know. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't, to me, it's like, I can't, I, I don't, it's not, it's nice to figure out the course. It's nice to figure out where the highs and low parts are and where you're going to put your tires and all that kind of thing. But if you're not, would be, you know, as you say, breaking when God tells you to break and then wait a second, You can't experience that. Or when you tell yourself Oh my gosh, like my eyeballs are popping out of
0: my head. I'm with you, but that's not what he's asking at all. (laughs) What he's asking at all is, can you accurately assess general vehicle dynamics of a car from how it performs in a simulator? And the example he used was a Mustang GT that on the simulator, presumably he's never driven one in real life, on the simulator it was understeery. Okay. There's a lot of things... the the problem is that's like sort of like saying can you assess the the quality of a studio recording listening to apple airpods you know what i mean like no not really you can get a general idea of what the song sounds like but you're not going to be able to hear the very intricacies of that song unless you have an appropriate level of equipment not the shit on airpods but like you know yeah like you, you you need a certain level of of realness in order to accurately represent so okay does the mustang understeer in a set of corsa well what are, you know what's your setup in a set Corsa? are you using a wheel are you using pedals are you using a controller are you using what brand of this shit are you using you know like and also like Mustang GT, mind you, anyone who goes to a track or does real performance driving in a Mustang GT, the very first thing you want to do with, a, with that car is you run a square stance. They come with staggered wheels from the factory, narrower fronts than rears. What anyone who goes to the track does is you run the rears on the fronts. All four, you run four rears. And that's how you make those cars turn in hard. And they will do that, but they also, the trade off is they tramline, they catch ruts in the road and they dart around. That's why they don't do it from the factory because they'd rather the car was a little pushy, but had relaxed steering for the everyday driver than it had turn in like a 458 but it caught every rut in the road, so you had to drive down the highway with two hands on the wheel all the time, right? So it's a compromise. So you can, is it accurate? Like, I mean, sure, I suppose the natural tendency of a Mustang GT is towards understeer. It's kind When I've driven a real car in real life and then I go drive it in a video game, it is familiar, it is familiar. Would I buy a new car? based on how it
1: behaved in a video game, I I wouldn't. No way. No way. No way. No way. Because all, all I get when I play video games from the car is, in terms of like driving dynamics is like, it's very mental. It's, okay, I could brake at 82 miles an hour in this car, mm-hmm. the other car I could brake at 78. Mm-hmm. Or I had to take this turn at, at 60, but this one I could take it at 63. But any kind of idea of feel that's coming through the wheel, that's manufactured because it depends on what wheel you have. Right. And then anything else you're experiencing, even if you're in a seat that has like vibrating motors and stuff, like that's created by a computer. So it's not telling you how that car actually feels to drive. Right. Or any of the dynamics. It's totally a manufactured experience. Now, sometimes the video games do a really good job of manufacturing a driving experience and like a mid-engine might slide different than a front-engine or a rear-engine car, but... You definitely can't assess like how well the car performs nope. or understeers, and because no. they might they might have programmed it wrong or badly or something else. Like there's just too many variables that are yeah. outside the control of of the, of the auto manufacturer. Yeah,
0: uh, video games are great fun, yeah. and they're great for learning a new track if you're gonna go drive it right. in in real life, and you want to get a primer.
1: So those first ten laps, you're not thinking, "Well, where am I going?" Um, and you can learn trail braking. You can learn, like, yeah. those dynamics, th- th- those moves do affect the cars the same way they would in real life, pretty much. Yeah. But you're not going to go, judging a Mustang off of a video game is just not fair.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not. I wouldn't judge a real car purchase off a video game, no.
1: Um. Last question is, what would be a guaranteed lie on a Craigslist ad for a specific <laughs> car, or sorry, for a specific make of car? Example. 2018 Dodge Charger RT, quote, never been raced, always baby. <laughs> 2018 BMW
0: X5M executive demo. <laughs> 10,000 miles. The word's executive demo. Executive demo is, is uh, manufacturer speak for press car. So if you ever see... Or like dealer loaner. If you ever see a 10,000 mile luxury sports car, whether it's an SUV or a sedan or whatever, 10,000 miles exactly, and they say
1: executive demo, odds are that's a press car. I think the most common lie I see is anytime anyone says always use premium gas because the cars I see with those ads or with those words in the ads oftentimes don't require premium gas and if you need to know why that's a good or bad thing go watch Jason Kamisa's video on it see me about it um, but you're just grasping for too many straws yeah. like you have not maintained this car and now you're trying to go windshield's really clean though <laughs> you know always, I always have to detail. they are like you're missing a wheel they're like yes but <laughs> car's clean as fuck
0: that's oh. funny Larry, what do you want to plug before we call this, get this out of here? Your new YouTube channel, which is AMO NYC Studio. Go right. subscribe have to that. two
2: channels. We're keeping the channels the same. You know, I saw my big one or whatever. Ooh, 152. This is good. That means I can change my thumbnail. I didn't know you couldn't change your thumbnail without 100 subscribers. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. This is some dumb shit you can't do until you get <laughs> to certain like Weird, weird
2: stuff. I don't think so you can do a
0: live stream stuff. until you get to, like, 1,000.
2: Yeah, something like that. That's so, okay. I mean, this, I'll post a few videos up here and there, but I still have the big channel going, of course. Uh, the, the whole the whole building is designed to do the big channel, but I know a lot of like super nerds and detailed people wanted to know like, what are you doing every day and live feeds and stuff. So yeah, please subscribe. Thank you. Uh, the new reflex is out. Um, so definitely check that out. I have a new website being built because this one is 11 years old and falling apart. <laughs> so that should be cool.
0: Nice. Awesome, yeah, man. So there you go. And uh, of course, at Westside Collector Car Storage, all of our in-house detailers will be trained by Larry personally. Once he can fucking fly out here again, yes, yes uh, that, that will be excellent. And uh, yeah, buy some products from the man. He's got a kid. You know what I'm saying? No, yes. I'm saying
2: thank you. That's thanks awesome. for
0: uh, thanks for coming out, Larry. Appreciate it. Uh, I won't no keep worries. you too much from the uh, the wife and kid, but I hope you uh, you stay safe out there and keep fucking getting that building done. It'll
2: be dope. Likewise, no, I appreciate it, guys. I, I'm considering today a uh, I'm the opener for Tom Segura. I couldn't believe yeah. you have him on. Yeah. Can I get like a? Can I be like a fangirl or something? <laughs> I, I listen to him while I'm detailing. I think he's great. I he's awesome.
0: Believe. I just watched his older special today on the elliptical. Killed. Absolutely killed. How did you?
2: How do you know him?
0: He watches our show. He hit me up. I've Tom, never, if you're I've,
2: watching, hit me up. I've never, I've, never, I've,
0: never, I've never met him before, but he seems great, and he hit me up. He watches the show. He's really, really talented. He's very funny. He's very funny, and he's into cars, and he's into watches. I, I, have, I anticipate a good show tomorrow at 5 p.m. We've got Tom Segura calling in, um, I think from L.A., I think from not far away. I'm not sure where he's at. Tell,
2: tell him there's free products on the way if I get a shout-out or something. I, I'm like Bro. a fangirl with him. I love
0: him. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Boys, getting, getting aggressive. <laughs> (laughs) his special ball hog is on netflix which i watched two nights ago and it was really good and what's the fucking name of his older special uh normal he lost a lot of weight too Matt. something normal uh uh, completely normal and then mostly stories no completely normal is the one i watched today and it was fun and he did lose a lot of weight from 2014 to now we can we can talk about our our regimens
2: There you (laughs) go. I'll be tuning
0: in anyway, so thank you. Thanks, dude. Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. All you need is a microphone, a connection to the internet, ideally something to say. We will see you tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific with Tom Segura on the Smoking Tire Podcast. Good night, everybody.